It's not too bad. It's just, uh, it's, uh, it's just very late here, you know. But it is this late. It's this late. <laughs> I told Dave it's vodka weather in New York City. Yes, it is. And me uh, and vodka weather get along quite well. <laughs> I understand. I understand quite well. I'm getting a lot of echo. I can hear myself. Oh, sorry. I'm, let me get my headphones on. Is this better? Uh, hold your mic or your push it talk. Check, check, check. That's perfect. Hello. Yep. Hello. That is perfect. So you're heading ac across the pond in uh, in a week, right? Yeah. Next next week at this time. Yeah, I'll be in London. That's crazy. That's such a great idea. Yeah, you know, like me and my business partner are going over there. We had, we both really, we both really like soccer. So we're going over there. We just kind of want to like experience, he's experienced this stuff a lot more than I have. I just kind of want to see like how other fans celebrate, you know. He's a writer, so he's going to write a little bit, and I'm going to take photos of this stuff. Nice. That's a good idea. Yeah. Maybe turn it into something, or is it just going to yeah, be what it I is? Yeah, like turn it into like a little zine or something. Like that. Nice. Like a little, little art, you know, some little arty book, you know, with photos and words. And stuff. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah, I, I love football. I love watching it. I, I've never been – so apparently the Phoenix, uh, like – you know, whatever the professional soccer league is here in the States. Apparently they're okay. And, and tickets are pretty cheap to go see them. I used to go watch arena soccer or, um, well, or indoor soccer, excuse me, all the time. Uh, and I loved it, but I have never been to like a, a UEFA or a FIFA match. And I think that would be so much fun. Just kind of let loose and really yeah, have like at it. I think just the, the energy and the fam, some of these games just go above and beyond any any kind of sporting man I know I've been to. Right. It seems, it seems really, really amped up. So I got my hair cut today, and my, my barber, the, the whole shop is full of Russian, Russian guys. And and it's so funny. Like the the owner is is always there, and if any of the employees speak to each other in Russian, he yells at them, English only. You know, no Russian, no Russian. But if he wants to say something, he he speaks in Russian. Um. So this morning, you know, they had they had the the Peru Denmark game on, and yeah, um, yeah, they're they're all into it. That's nice. Do do you get a? Uh, do they give you a drink or a shot when you go to the barber? They don't, and I think 
so there are there are barbers in town that like they'll give you like a high life or something like that um yeah and the the place i went to when i was in high school they would do that for some of the older guys that would go in um and like they didn't have this place was like hardcore they didn't use hair dryers they used an air compressor like you would like blow out your car with (laughs) to like blow the blow the hair off you and it startled (laughs) me every time and they they thought it was so funny because like i would i would jump uh so these guys are a little bit more relaxed they're uh they're uh jewish russian or russian jewish whatever um the the three main guys so i they're, they're a little bit more laid back i think i i would love a shot at 9 a.m when i'm getting my hair cut yeah when you got my hair cut not too long ago and it was early and the guy was like uh do you want a do you want like some bourbon or a shot or something <laughs> it's just like, and they have like a total you know they have like a little mini fridge full of beers and like a, Another little cabinet full of liquor bottles. Yeah. Uh, uh, sure, I guess. I don't know. Of course, yeah. Yeah. When in when in Russia, I guess. Yeah. It's funny, like my haircut cost me like like fifteen bucks or something like that, twenty bucks, you know. That's pretty good. And talk, yeah, and talking to like my talking to my girlfriend, she gets. She gets so she just can't believe that haircuts are that cheap because <laughs> she because she spends so much more money on these things. And then yeah. when I tell her too, I'm like, "Well, do they offer you drinks when you get your hair done?" She's like, "Do you get some rosé or something?" Yeah. She's like, "No, do you, do you get drinks?" I'm like, "Oh yeah." <laughs> like they totally give me shots and beers. <laughs> yeah, my daughter got her haircut at the the place my wife goes to and i think we spent 125 dollars for a haircut and and some dye and i was like we there's a supercuts right across the street we can go to cvs you know we're, we're in it for 40 bucks tops like what are you doing yeah it gets so expensive now but it's justified, apparently. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So how's the uh, how's the job hunting going? So I'm employed. Monday was my first day. Ah. <laughs> yeah, Ooh, yeah. Congratulations. Thank you. Yeah, it's uh, it happened pretty quickly. I'm still getting calls and emails from people like, "Hey, thanks for submitting your resume." Um, you know, we'd like to talk on the phone and yada, yada, yada. I'm like, I submitted that three weeks ago. I already have a job. Um, so it took two weeks to get the offer. Um, and then I took last week off. Um, the family and I went to California for the week. Um, so, yeah, I started Monday. They would have had me start the week before uh, if I had been in town, which is would have been nice. I, I wouldn't have had any gap in you know, pay, uh, because I had PTO that kind of rolled over. Um, but I had a week without pay, which isn't bad, uh, especially considering the severance I got. And so now I'm at a company that my old company will probably eventually work for, Oh, okay. 
which is which is kind of nice. And uh, I I saw my old team recently and told them that I'm like, if you guys fuck up when you're working with us, I'm gonna hammer you. <laughs> I'm not. <laughs> it used to work for me, but 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 no uh, no quarter. No quarter. <laughs> Fantastic. Yeah. So, so, uh, so you, you your first week there, you you digging the you're digging the unemployed other other employees and stuff. Yeah, there. So I got a raise first of all, which was nice. Um, yeah. And they're uh, they're really like employee focused. So uh, this week I. I had different department managers and VPs take me out to lunch every day and like people just coming in and talking through like, Hey, here's our culture. And in, in a way that a lot of companies, other, a lot of other companies talk about, but they seem to actually be kind of implementing it in a way, in, in a, in a way that means something. Um, nice. And so, so that's been really good. The, the one bad thing is I'm basically starting over. So my old team was 12 people that I started from basically scratch. And so at this new company, I'm starting from scratch again. So it's just me for now. And they're like, yeah, you know, in six months to a year, we'll evaluate if we need more people. And so I'm kind of in that regard, forming a new team, but I know how to do that. So it, it won't be a problem, but it's, Right now, everything that the department has to do is on me, uh, okay. which, which is okay, and and I like that kind of challenge, and it'll kind of let me get my let me get my feet wet, I guess. And then as I start pulling people in, I can offload those duties and kind of do other stuff. Cool. So is yeah, it, so is it, is it a is it a, is it a bigger 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 company than your previous job? Similar size. I think uh, it's it's revenue wise, it's a lot bigger. Um, employee wise, it's smaller um, by about half, um, and and so it's a similar industry. Um, I worked at a subcontractor before, and now I'm at a general contractor. So so the position I'm in would be managing my position before. So it's kind of a kind of a step up. the The title is the same, but the role is is uh, I'm I'm managing uh, other companies now instead of other employees, I guess. So yeah, it'll be interesting. So Tuesday, everything kind of really kicks off, and I start some some big projects. Um, and they're cool. they're yeah throwing me right in the fire, which is which is good. I appreciate that. Yeah, it uh, it worked out, and I told my wife like I never, I would never leave. I'm not that guy. I I stay at a job until I get laid off, or you know something smacks me in the face that hey, you have to go do this thing now. Um, yeah. So I I think it's good in the long run, and then this will really this will work out. See, like, yeah, it's really crazy. Like seems like. Lately, like every month, there's a new guild member that is getting laid off. Yeah, that's troubling because the the economy is pretty decent right now, and like yeah. 
Yeah. Like, oh, wow. Because it wasn't just last week or just this last week. It was another member, right? Yeah, Ty. Posted something. It was Ty, yeah. Yeah, which is crazy because we were just at Donkey Kong, you know, and everything seemed fine. And, yeah. and then you get that notice, and it's like, fuck. Do you know, did, did Bra has Braxton found another job? I don't know. I don't know. I know Tony did. Um, he got a good position. Yeah. He liked, so it was kind of like a blessing in disguise. Mm -hmm. I'm not sure about Braxton. I hope so. Yeah, me too. Especially in that part of the country. You got to keep money coming in. Yeah, so. <laughs> he lives in California, right? Yeah, he lives like uh, not not quite San Jose, but I think that same kind of Bay-ish area. <laughs> there he is. Did I have you guys worried? Were you guys worried about it? I was worried. I I, I wasn't too worried. Yeah, but Justin, you would have to do the quiz by yourself without any assistance. <laughs> and I'd still fail. And I was only worried because I'm on the verge of being very drunk. Oh, God, that, I, that's such a change of pace for the podcast. Jason. And I, so, I would, but I wouldn't be able to carry it. I think, I think you're really leaning on uh, my blood clot to really carry you through this. So you're like, <laughs> I know that Dave is going to be able to handle a lot of the heavy lifting. Yep. with the blood clot and everything you yeah. can't really get out of control mm -hmm. you, you know my you know my ways you know my tactics yeah, jason's like oh this is gonna be a good two to three months yep <laughs> your journal dear journal of the drinking I, begins dear dear diary so i started drinking at noon it was nuki nuki whiskey 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 sake whiskey whiskey nice that's how you, you mix in so yeah. yeah they warn you about that before prom I, I hear like, I hear that that's not a great idea yeah my wife is kind of like um I thought you weren't supposed to be drinking and I said no the guy told me I wasn't supposed to get carried away so that's where I'm at now that's fair so drink a little Maximus Bring excellent Maximus. yeah that's not carried away that's that's beer plus, right plus it's stretched out over like hours I mean honestly like I started drinking it like two. So like a bunch of Maxmi over like seven hours. That's not that bad. That's not terrible. That's not carried away. Justin, what are you, what are you drinking? Uh, right now I'm just drinking gin. Nice. Just, just straight gin. Are just, you using just, a glass or are you yeah, just like just, just straight gin? <laughs> what kind? Beef eater. Nice. I, I've been drinking gin neat recently and i and it kind of makes me feel like an alcoholic but i also really enjoy it yeah i see J justin like dipping a glass into like a bathtub full of gin. like <laughs> or not even a glass it's, it's like one of those metal uh you know the metal uh, bottom like he goes down to the bodega and, and and dips a two liter in, in a tub of gin yeah that's right in gin gin feels like it's one of those liquors that i have a feeling really smells on me <laughs> yeah, I think it. Yeah, I'm the like, same way. Like, if I just but, like smell me, like oh my god. But, but gin, gin is the one where you think you're being all lassy uh, <laughs> on the couch, and then you get up and you fall down the stairs. Yeah, like gin sneaks up on you. Like tequila makes you dream about crazy shit. 
but Jin is like seductive. Jin is like, oh no, you are like totally handling yourself. Get up and you like fucking trip over your coffee table and kill yourself. Yeah. <laughs> but you look good while you're doing it. You look classy. So you got your monocle. <laughs> Always keep the monocle in there. I mean, all right, boys. Beef eater guy is pretty classy looking. Exactly. You got yeah, got the cane. Is, is the beef eater good, Jen? I like is, it. Like, is that I the like good it. stuff? It seems like it's like a. It's not expensive, Jen. Not too expensive. I gotta say, boys, deep. if if I was gonna go neat, I would go Hendrix, because Hendrix yeah. has some nice flavors there. That Hendrix. I I mean, I know Hendrix has become the one. I and I agree with gin and tonics. Maybe Hendrix, you don't need it. But like I think neat Hendrix. I, I I'm I'm on the I like the piney I like the kind of astringent flavor of beef eater. I've been drink, I've been drinking Bombay, uh, not Sapphire, just Bombay, and it's a little bit higher proof, and it has that kind of like punch you in the face, which which, which I like. But uh, yeah, it, it's a it'll 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 catch up to you. Push you down the stairs. It's catching up. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, I, I sent a uh, an email to Braxton right before the podcast. I said, "Dude, where's the quiz, man?" He's like, "I sent it to you, but I was like, ah, just fucking with you." I just... <laughs> That's not fair. That's that'll hurt Christ his feelings. Braxton sent me this email. He's like, "It's in my sent box. I sent it yesterday." <laughs> oh, he just texted me. Hey, I sent you the quiz yesterday at four thirty p.m. I just sent another. Let me know. <laughs> And I also have it. See, Braxton, this is what happens when you work when you're an employee of a company. And by employee, I mean like no salary involved. Right. That's yeah. right. We're um, giving we're giving uh, Braxton college credit. Yeah, it's a company run by degenerates. Like, what are you going to do? It's not a good idea. Go report it to HR. Report it to HR if you have any problems. It's fine. <laughs> HR land. Ralph, and Ralph HR is, is our director of HR. Yeah, there you go, Ralph. No, Ralph right. and Duck. I, I think Ralph is a better HR director. <laughs> So, um, yeah, so I'm thinking I, I really liked Hendrix, but then when I start seeing shows, Wishy guys are talking about what they like to drink. Like uh, if I'm watching like Below Decks Mediterranean Sea on Bravo and the guy's like, oh, my favorite gin and tonic is Hendrix. I'm like, oh, I got to get off the Hendrix. <laughs> like, uh, <if> this <laughs> is, Just yeah. embrace the Bravo. Yeah. If this if this uh, yoked out Joey on grown up in Zimbabwe likes drinking fucking Hendrix gin, I need to get fucking off of it. <laughs> just just go just go old school with the Seagrams. Well, my liquor store you and Snoop is, Dogg. my liquor store is selling the pop off small bottles for two dollars and sixty nine cents. What is which it? is the, it's a the, vodka the which pint bottles. That's like the bottle that you take behind the, the liquor store and drink in the alleyway after it. It's, it's like a, it's like pop off P O P O V. Yeah, it's oh, cheapest. okay. I thought you were talking like the cap with a pop off cap. Or something. No, 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 pop off, pop off. Jesus, yeah. yes, Russian. All the Russian listeners can yeah. listen. Tell me if I'm pronouncing correctly. And all the winos, also all the winos. But yeah, it's like wino vodka. Uh, but they do sell Maximus nine ninety nine a six pack. Which that's, is fucking that's a good really price. Cheap. Yeah, that's cheap. But when, you know when they have wino pricing, it's pretty hardcore liquor store. <laughs> it's like, like there's at least 40 different types of hard alcohol that they have sizes that are cheaper than $4. <laughs> 
I love the Russian and Russian liquor stores here because they keep all the vodka in the freezer. And you can buy like the small little sizes. Oh, like individual, like a personal pizza? Yeah, exactly. And it's, and it's ice a cold, re ready to drink right there. You don't have yeah, to I call that the Yeah, I call that the dance recital serving. Like that's before my kids dance recital to yeah. make it through. That's what I'm going to do. <laughs> it's the, it's not it's a the commute serving. Yeah, it's not a fifth, but it's like, like well, Dave describes that as a tenth. I need the tenth measurement. <laughs> I, I like a tenth. It's still a responsible amount, too. So, so Braxton responded back. <laughs> Something like, ha, so funny, har, har, har. <laughs> nice. <laughs> it is. <laughs> <sighs> I mean, it's kind of like he's, he's Braxton's great that we appreciate him, but we have to mock earnestness and diligence and any kind of hardworking ethic. I mean, it's like he's trying to make us look bad. He gets the quiz every time he gets it to us. I literally gave him like three days notice for this one. So um, that kind of like commitment to doing your job has to be mocked. And there's, yeah. no, way, there's no way yeah. you can treat it. It, it. And I embrace the mockery mostly because I, I – tend more toward the earnestness so braxton's embracing of it i really appreciate but i also oh, i can no. i i can just be drunk and make fun which well which Bra is... braxton's on the earnest scale braxton's up there up I there mean, yeah. like like mr 1000 is probably the maxed out earnestness that's yeah that's fair okay so now um, now we have a new uh, scale are, are we ready to? Uh, did Did you think you were more earnest than Mister One Thousand? No, man, he's really no. earnest. No, yeah, I, I don't think Braxton's at the top of it, but so. Hey, so for people who are uh, listening because they want to hear a wargaming podcast, man, uh, fuck those guys. <laughs> Dave, are you recording? Dave, you I should record. You should are you not? Did, did you not record any of this stuff? No, are I'm you? recording. Oh, thank God. Do I need to record? Just in case. Yes. Yes, always record. Oh, oh my shit. God, this episode might not go well. Here we go. I have, is it the little recording red dot here in my menu? Did I just hit that? Now, do not touch that thing for the rest. Uh, like, don't touch your space bar and don't touch that box down there. Isn't it Mac, Justin? Justin's now we've lost him for now that he's trying to. <laughs> oh, what, what box? What box are you talking about? The re the record box. Are you using a Mac? Do I need to record? Yes, Jesus please. Christ, Justin. So, so hit the red button. I, I should just put, should I put this in the instructions too? Or just maybe. Okay. We'll, we'll work um, up a and script. Then hit start. And then hit start. And what Dave is saying is put that that window. Down he mix said, or multi channel. He, um, yeah, go ahead and multi -channel. do multi-channel, yeah. Multi-channel. Multi and then what Dave is saying by box is put that window somewhere where where you're not going to hit stop. So if that window is highlighted and you hit enter or spacebar, it will stop recording. So, I, I somehow feel like this episode, I'm in the end going to be the only person talking. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think it's... It's gonna be one of these ones where yeah, because it's 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 twelve twenty for Justin and I and I, I've been drinking it's for twenty where I am. Plus, Justin was up, up to like two thirty last night. 
I was. I looked at my Skype log and I was like, I can't believe I was with those oh, guys. Oh yeah, that he long. he was on he was on watching us play Next War Korea last night. Completely drunk. It was so funny. How was that? And then then he was arguing with his uh, girlfriend. His girlfriend got back from the Grateful Dead concert, so he's arguing with her about how many actual members of the Grateful Dead were still alive to play the concert. It's three, right? <laughs> so, so is it, is it so three? Guys, no, heads up. No, but just a heads up. She tonight she's at a Grateful Dead concert again, and she's going to be coming. Now, now, does she go like straight edge at the concert, or is she like? enjoying the whole experience no she's uh, no she's she doesn't she might have a couple drinks but that's about it so can you even understand the music if you're not completely stoned <laughs> i don't really know she she's been go she's been going to dead shows since she was like a kid like when the dead was actually still alive when they were alive, alive. Yeah. while the dead <laughs> was alive, alive. yeah she does she do the hippie shuffle stuff. Yeah. That's 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 one of the three dances I know. Is I the hip, think, hippie I, shuffle. I think so. I, it would I, make sense. I think so. I, tr I I went to like some Bob Dylan, um, to, um, uh, fuck, um, um, never mind. Forget it. Yep, that's that's it, folks. This is the kind of quality uh, recording that we're going to give you. <laughs> well, you, you mentioned next work Korea, so we're we're good. It's not anyway. it's not Chris Wallace on Sunday, folks. Uh, you're not going to get that kind of hard-hitting reporting. But we've got a panel for you. No. Because... After this is the Advance After Combat podcast. It's brought to you by myself, Dave, my bromance partner, Jason. Hello! And a guest host who every month the Oracle selects from our BGG Guild, and this month, guest host is B-Mode. Welcome. Hey. Welcome Great back, I should say. Back, guys. Great to be back. Yeah, you guys are going to get yeah. to enjoy B-Mode for at least the next 45 minutes. <laughs> yes. Until we completely get shit-faced. So, um, yeah, so this is a podcast about wargaming, um, and uh, sometimes our RPGs or whatever uh, Jason happens to be doing <laughs> the month prior. To the uh, thank you. But, but that, fundamentally, that means a lot, Dave. Uh, it's it's important to know that this is the fourth most popular active recording podcast, and it's we're dropping down the ranks like a of, rock of the three most <laughs> of the three only currently recording wargame podcasts. We're the fourth most popular. That's right. There's three of them, and we are number four. <laughs> but how do we make money, folks? Volume. Oh, volume. We do it every, almost every month, ten times a year. Yeah, we keep. They can't stop us. They can't keep us from recording. Now, so the interesting thing is that there are a lot of listeners who do listen, and they just are embarrassed or whatever. Thank for, you for the Thank various you reasons. All. They they don't uh, they don't want to say they listen. Um, but I just wanted to mention, Bruce, um, we, we love have you. A Thank convention. you for listening. Yeah, we, we have a convention, and uh, it's called the Advanced After Combat Convention. We are like, because again, right in our wheelhouse, super Branding. creative. Like, yeah, we really, we really reach out. Um, so the idea is this convention in, in Dallas. Thinking of that one. Yeah, that's, that's right. right. That's right. Our our, our 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 marketing department was working overnight. Um, Justin is part so, of our marketing department. That's right. So he can that's giggle right. all he wants. 
Yeah, this is the problem. So you're starting to, to divine some of the problems with our corporation. So um, we've got this uh, convention, and it's going to be at the end of September. And if you like the podcast, and maybe you listen a lot, and and I don't know if you haven't gotten involved in the guild that we have on BGG or other stuff, you should because there's a lot of great guys that probably like the same kind of stuff you do. And uh, you really just have to get on and set up a stupid BGG account and then just start chatting with those idiots. And then if you like that, then what you you can do is send us an email at a convention at gmail.com let us know you're interested in coming to the convention uh we'll charge you a certain amount of money uh 120 dollars at least i right. mean these we're high we're talking high rollers and right. skilled right and but with it you get a challenge coin and you get to come for four days and hang out and uh, play games with a bunch of the other degenerate guildies that you might see on the guild. So. But it's also – so all the other podcasters out there that are listening to us right now because we know you're listening, come. Because this is, is where you get all your ideas. <laughs> it is so much fun. It will be the best four days of your wargaming year. Um, it's it's yeah, so it's much cra- fun. It's crazy. It's so I much mean, fun. Like, like Swole slash Donkey Kong was fun, but uh, AEC Con is like basically yeah. like the major event, you know. So like wake up thing. at seven, breakfast, war game, drink, start drinking at like noon to four p.m. and then uh, war game until probably midnight or two a.m. and then get up and do it all over again. So yeah, much you might fun. be thinking, hey, Dave and Jason and whatever, Justin, whoever that guy is. Um, I don't drink though, so I don't know if I want to come. That's fine. We That's need fine. people to drive us places. Please. So there's, you are absolutely going to contribute to the community. There's I, plenty of there's plenty of members that come that don't drink. That's yeah, Braxton. Cool. Speaking of Braxton, yeah, yeah. Braxton's total clean living. He, he shows like up. He's, yeah. Todd Reed came, came to Sawolcon. Showed up. I do. I do have. I do make Braxton dip. I kind of for that. So. And Whatever. everybody, everybody is cool. Everybody, has yeah. Just yeah, so, time. so we're capping no, it. At, we're no capping it at forty, and uh, I think uh, we're we're on track. But we do have some spots available, so it's going to be kind of first come, first serve based on how guys participate. And it's not a guarantee that you can come because if you don't participate in the group, it's kind of like for your own good. We're not going to let you come. I mean, it's, you know, right? Yeah. Don't, we don't t- spend the money. We're not going to have fun. Yeah. I mean, if you're not really participating, uh, we'll we'll be the judge for you whether or not. Uh, We'll, we'll like in a nice way, maybe say we yeah. know fun. Yeah, that's right. We know fun when we see it. That's right. An email <laughs> and <laughs> see it and smell it and live it and taste it. Oh yeah, the smelling's the problem sometimes. So, um, but that's it. So we got a convention. So I'm just saying it because I think when I talk to people and I hear from people, we do have a large group that just listens to the podcast. It's and so is upsetting maybe like, how big it is. Yeah, there's so many listeners. And, and like, especially if you're cool, you're probably like, fuck BGG. I'm not going to get on BGG with a bunch of fucking nerds. Well, there's actually <laughs> some decent kids. guys on there. That's, that's, uh, that's uh, actually, yeah, that's valid. Yeah. But it's and, worth and it. honestly, uh, so the guy I'm talking to right now is listening like, yeah, okay, maybe we're nerds, but like you have a bunch of war games at your house that you don't play with anybody and you just yeah. kind of look at them all the time. So who's really the fucking nerd? Right. <laughs> we have a whole community built around playing those fucking games. Yeah. You, you won't have to play games under your, your wife's, uh, you know, 
uh, mean, spirited. Yes, yeah, stink guy looking at you like, oh, I didn't. This isn't the kind of guy I married. Like when I married him, he was he was had a great job, and then we had kids, and then they moved out to college, and suddenly <laughs> he wants to go up to his mom's basement and pull out all these old war games he had, and he's going to start trying to make a room for him. And everyone's that's put on right, fifteen dude. pounds. Yeah, yeah, embrace that's it. Right. Yeah, get that room. <laughs> Meanwhile, we have guys who are going the other way, like uh, uh, Lieutenant Hoplite's like, oh, I can't come to the convention because I'm going to be putting a roof on my house. Bullshit, dude. <laughs> that's called uh, engagement <laughs> ring and <laughs> wedding costs. Like, so, we know there's no roof. We, we've all been there. We've all been there. It's he okay. his love on the podcast. Yeah, like, like you aren't putting a roof on your house. Like, oh, man, I would really love to go to the convention, but there's – all these home improvements I have to do. And it's a home improvement. That is a home improvement. My home has yeah. been a lot better since I, I think the, since I put a woman. The in roof it. is a deduction, though. I mean, I think you can you can work that into a deduction, but I don't know if the yeah. Uh, I guess joint filing maybe it'll help yeah. you. Whatever. Maybe. Good luck. Good we'll luck, see. Nick. But we see right through your lies, so don't even so try everyone, to fool us with that bullshit. Everyone else, raise up your your glass of bourbon or neat gin and. Come come to Dallas and have fun. Hell yeah. Yeah. So we've we've got three guys who are now in the single club. Uh, maybe f- now four with Gersh. Uh, Justin's one of the members, so I'm watching him like a hawk because we can't have him get picked off either. He's on the edge, man. I mean, he's in danger. Yeah. <laughs> he's got that, well, hook, that yeah. hook in his mouth. I mean, that. every time I show up to a con and Dave's there, I know. What's going on with the girlfriend? I feel like we used to have sole custody of you, and now we're sharing custody with your girlfriend. I'm, like, I'm not comfortable. <laughs> at least we're not. Things are going. At least we're not paying child support yet, so I think we're okay. That's right. I know Clay is never going to leave the ranks, and Gersh is definitely not going back. <laughs> so, <laughs> especially if he buys that boat. <laughs> yeah, so I think I think out of the group, out of the single guys, Nick is the most in danger. But I got to tell you, Justin, I really have <laughs> more worries about you, buddy. I think I'm I think I'm good for I think I'm good for a few years. Okay, so that means six months. That's six months. It's like dog years. No, no, no. She's going right, to so... shuffle back into the back into the place tonight. That's that right. Concert. That's right. Yeah, you better not stop podcasting just because your girlfriend comes on. That's, That's right. the first sign. Just gonna hand you some mushrooms and <laughs> ha- have at you. So, Justin, yeah. um, there's this thing. It's called a quiz. I would do all the spiel oh, about uh, Justin's uh, origin story and all this yeah. stuff, but Justin is a repeat a host, so. So, Justin, actually, the other thing is if you want to come to the convention, Justin has consular status because he's been appointed as a guest host for. So he could That's actually right. make you his plus one over our objections. Like if we're yeah. like, no way, we fucking hate this guy. He's the worst. You'd be like, dude, Justin, seriously, I'll buy you like a case of beer at the convention if you just make me your plus one. Yeah. You know, I can set up my PayPal and we can talk about <laughs> plus ones after this for sure. So, so Justin, there's a quiz. So bef- before uh, yes. there's a quiz, I need I need more bourbon. I'll be right back. Okay. I just filled up my neat gin. So so you can still work on trying to figure out if you want to do the quiz or not because it's it's optional. You don't have to do it. I know it is. I'm I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna do it. I mean, Ugh. everyone before you has done it, but I mean, you could not do it. It's fine. Because 
Braxton nobody, with all this had, trouble? Nobody has never not done it. I no. know Claystone really tried to get out of it, but he ended up doing it. Yeah, there's, there's been no one who's not done Jesse tried to do the thing where he reversed it on us, so I guess maybe Jesse's the only one who technically hasn't. That was fun, though. Because he that tried to fun. give us a quiz. I yeah. remember that. Yes. Oh, yeah, that fed my ego because my ego is apparently gigantic. So, uh, um, <laughs> Justin, are you going to do it? Yeah. Hell yeah. All right. And, and to be clear, so I just grabbed the, the bottle second. instead of stopping again. That's, <laughs> you just took the bottle. That's, 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 right. That's, yeah. It's, 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 uh, did you, did you just walk? Okay. So, when you walked out, was anybody trying to observe you? Were you no, my, my, wife's, my wife's asleep. Oh, nice. So it's just, yeah. otherwise I have to do the body move where I try to <laughs> yeah, make the shoppers right, yeah, move where I move yeah. with the bottle between me you and gotta my body. Between... Right. <laughs> That's how I bring packages into the house. I'm... <laughs> mm -hmm. I'm just really happy that we're all really drinking on this one. Because the last time I was on the podcast, everybody had, we all had a, during the day we all had a stuff that we had to go to. Oh, that's game. right. We yeah. A soccer game. And we couldn't really did we drink. not? Did we not drink? No, it was early. We, it was like at it was, 11. It was very early. Yeah. It was kind of an early one. Did you feel like you weren't at your best because of that? We kind of like uh, let oh, you down a little bit. Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, so some now, people I, would say with no drinking, that must gotta, have been the best podcast we ever recorded. Maybe. Maybe. Yeah, that's right. So, uh, Justin, one more question about the quiz. Um, you have a lifeline that you can select. And I'm not going to, so you can choose, you can choose Jason or myself. And I'm not going to say which one of those is the better one to pick. Because there's, <laughs> it's, it's very debatable as to who you can Is pick. it debatable? Yeah. I think it, it being debatable is debatable. Well, it depends on what you want to get out of the quiz. <laughs> yeah, that is true. <laughs> if you I'm want not, a lot of crickets, uh, then, you know. No, I think Justin already, I'm going to say this. I think Justin is going to try to go against the grain. I'm gonna pick Jason in his Fuck bottle yeah. that he just sat down. Fuck yeah! I've been drinking for nine and a half hours. Let's let's, All right, then, let's so make this. I happen. like those odds. So I now like I am odds. just gonna lord it over you guys. And be like, oh, I totally need to answer. <laughs> All right. Oh. And now I have the quiz. So thanks, Braxton, for making the quiz. Um, Sorry about me messing with you. Just and, to and, enjoy that. And always, Braxton is the best. And, yeah, and he's earnest. And I think sometimes Braxton mocks me on BGG, though. Sometimes Braxton tries to make funny, and I was like, "Is Braxton making it funny there?" Like, I'm not sure. Like, I'm, <laughs> like sometimes Braxton, like when I said "fucking." In boarding school, when I was talking about boarding school, and then Braxton posts, "Oh, was it a Catholic boarding school?" I'm like, "All right, motherfucker, I'm just gonna ignore yeah. that." No comment. <laughs> like, I, I thought better of you, Braxton, than you would say something like that. So I'm like, I'm gonna assume that Braxton would not stoop to make some kind of Catholic fucking reference for a boarding school, but maybe not. Maybe not, Braxton. Maybe you're not better than that. Maybe that was actually a joke at my expense. It was hilarious. We ready for this quiz? Yes. I think so. All ready, right. So Jason? basically, the idea is. Uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm as friendly as I'm, 
I'm these literally are multiple choice, right? Yeah, sure. yeah these are multiple choice. <laughs> so yeah, for for Justin who recorded the quiz before, who for Justin who's, rec- who's recorded the podcast before, and anyone else who's never heard the podcast, uh, this God is a bless. number of questions that, that we uh, ask people, and then we score them each time. So the guest host scored on the quiz. So uh, this one is titled "The Less Than Four Months Until A." CCon podcast quiz. So there we go. Again, nice. Really, we're really pushing, really pushing the fish and the get tickets it. to the AEC con. Yeah. Come on, people. Uh, push that fish. <laughs> Come to Dallas. All right. All right. So number one is time for name that opposing commander. Oh boy. Hey. So, so this is the landing at Anzac Cove in the Gallipoli campaign in 1950. Your commander, oh, correction, my commander, geez, I don't like, I, I like being on the other side of this. My <laughs> commander is William Birdwood. Who is your commander? Uh, and like, so you can check with Jason to see if he knows Jason, kind of that. Uh, you know, I don't think you need to bother on this yeah, one. But. Yeah, maybe don't check on this one. Um, but, but he gets three, right? He gets three answers from me. Yeah, but you can tell. Tell him kind of if he should ask you. I have no idea. I'm not a World War One guy at all. Yeah, yeah I've seen so. Gallipoli. I've seen the movie. Uh, back there's back before TV. There's that new TV series that just came out in Australia that I'm really excited. About. I saw Chariots of Fire. Yeah, Is that the, the, the the Mel the what? Yeah, Mel Gibson Gallipoli movie. I, I saw it when I was like uh, twelve. That's Chariots of Fire, right? Yeah. Chariots of Fire, the memory. No, it's Gunrunners on the beach. Oh, was it Gallipoli? Uh, Gallipoli. Mel Gibson in Chariots of Fire? I no. <laughs> I think no. that's somebody else. <laughs> <laughs> what, about, what about Patriot? Is that Patriot? I said Chariots of Fire. <laughs> that is Patriot. He is a Patriot. Like, no, there's like four Australian movies. Isn't that three of the Australian movies? Then the other one is Mad uh, Max. The lady, Ma- Mad Max. The Mad Max. And then the, the trans transvestite person driving across the Australia. Isn't that another one in a bus or something? Oh no! Wait, that was Mad Max. Too long. All right. Yeah, folks, it ain't rally in the valley. I don't no. know. <laughs> Electronic warfare. We are not. And also, by the way, like uh, uh, the other ones that were we guns, dice, and butter. Is that thing dead? I, I think so. Well, Wild we weasels are po- recorded recently, which which is fun. It has. It, it did record recently. Yeah, Br- Bruce is oh, back. I that at was it. dead too. Like, geez, I was gonna poking that thing with a stick. It was like. <laughs> <laughs> we, so. You know who knew we need to get on is Harold Buchanan. Well, no, we, can, we can really close this loop. <laughs> uh, anyway. Yeah, yeah, that'd be great. I, I don't that'd know be awesome. Gallipoli. That'd be the best. I don't know Gallipoli. I don't either. All so, right, so can we move? I, I, I don't know. We can go to the next Oh, you're, I, I didn't know it all. Uh, you're, it's Mustafa Kamal. Who is yours? Mustafa Ooh, Kamal. No, who is yours? Like the Lion King. Yours was William Birdwood. Okay. No. No idea. My, yeah, I don't even understand your question, Justin. That's why I answered it twice because, okay. like, mine's Mustafa Kamal. You didn't okay. remember who your guy was. That's. I thought. I thought. I thought Mustafa was mine. Ours. No, but there's no way you could think that because I had not even said the name. Okay. Asked me for the answer. Next one is Battle of Rosebud Creek 
1876. Your commander is George Crook. Who's my commander? George Crook. Ah, crooky. Oh. This one's an easy one. I'm say that only in the interest of recording this podcast. Is what this year? one an easy one? What year is it? Battle of Rosebud Creek, 1876. You're George Crook. Who am I? I thought that George. went the other way. You're George. You're George Crook. We're somebody else. No, you're George. It doesn't matter. You have to <laughs> guess the other person. Okay, how about this? You're this George is, Crook. Okay, okay, Jason, that's really what was throwing off in this whole thing. I get it. It is. I, I'm George Crook. Who are you, Jason? You don't know who you are. <laughs> George Washington. Oh, please. Uh, Rosebud Creek, 1876. Yeah. I'm George Crook. Who are you? I think I might know this one. Yeah. Really? I know you it, should, Jason? You should guess this one. Wait, All right, Jason. Eight, 18 what? 76. The fact that Jason asked 18 what shouldn't bother you at all. That's like a hundred year range. He's like, oh, I thought it was 1812. Mm. No, not 1812. Because I, I think this is the Indian Wars. And Jason, I just want to follow your cerebral path here. Like, what's the, what were you basing that on? Like, how are you parsing this out? I, I couldn't remember what year you said. No, but so, I'm saying, like, so what if, if you, you said 1812? No, 1876. Right. Yeah. So 76. That that kind of that kind of time frame. So, Justin, I'm not confident. It's 1876 when the British bombarded Fort Monroe. Right. <laughs> Mm. Okay, maybe I won't use Jason. Though. Yeah, that, I think that's fair. <laughs> I really, that's I, I really, this one is either. All right, it's uh, you ready for me to tell you? Yes. It's Crazy Horse. Ah. Yeah. He's Jason a good bet for a lot of, of these. Jason was kind of in the right direction. With the, uh, I was getting there. The, I couldn't. I couldn't place the American it. American Indian. J Jason is going to help you on some of these. I think that Justin. So I think you actually chose chose wisely. I'm waiting for the. Vietnam right. come in. So the next battle is the Battle of Falkirk, twelve ninety eight. I am William Wallace. Who are Mel you? Mel Gibson, <laughs> also known as Mel Gibson. You are Mel Gibson. <laughs> no. You are Mel William Gibson. William Wallace battling with himself, <laughs> his, his own ego. Uh, Who did Mel Gibson? We are his nanny. It's uh, William Wallace versus the Swamp Fox. I, <laughs> versus undead Stonewall Jackson. That's right. Um, so I, I've played a shit ton of Hammer of the Scots. Um, yeah. I, I think so. That's an Edward, and I think it's Edward the. First, okay. What year is it again? Twelve ninety eight. There we go. I'm, I'm going to keep asking the year because that's going to help me. No, that's fine. So I'm going to say an Edward. You got to give me a number, buddy. I'm. I'm. I think it's the first, but I'm going to leave that to, to Justin. Oh, I'm sure. Yeah, we'll go, go with, we'll go with Edward the first. <laughs> one, one through three. Edward the first. 
Edward the First. Jason nailed it. Edward the First. Yes, I'm on the board. God, God bless it. Hammer of the Scots. So we can publish this podcast now. Thanks, Jason. <clears throat> I've, so, yeah. no so the next, the next battle is the Battle of Huey, nineteen sixty-eight. There you go. Our commander is Tron Van Quang. Who's your commander? Quang. We are Tron Van. God, I don't know how the fuck. Quang. Q U A N G Quang Kang. Oh, this is your wheelhouse. I'm the Vietnamese guy. Yeah. Uh-huh. I'm the NVA. Who's your U.S. commander? I'm looking for a U.S. commander. The Battle of Hue. Is this also Mel Gibson? <laughs> That's right. Also Mel Gibson. <laughs> Not yet. Also played by Mel Gibson. Zexo <laughs> uh, was Arnold Schwarzenegger. Uh, uh, I'm a cop. You idiot. Get Get in the chopper. <laughs> Get to the chopper. Get to the chopper. <laughs> um, it's not the tumor. It's, it's, it's not the, the Marines. Um, I think it's I think it's Hughes. Justin, are you going to accept that? Yeah, yeah, let's go. Yeah. That's this, correct. The answer is Stanley Hughes. Excellent job, Jason. I got, I got my, uh, my one Vietnam. That's right. Thank you, Jason. Jason's a ringer on the Vietnam. I'm, uh, I'm tapping out for the rest of this thing. That's right. <laughs> These jobs. Okay. Uh, the next battle is the Battle of Culloden. Culloden. C U L L O D A N. Seventeen forty-six. I think it's a Jacobite rebellion. Uh, my general is the Duke of Cumberland. Who is your general? Justin Martinez. Who's your general? I'm the Duke of Cumberland. I have no idea, to be clear. Is there a year where I should just assume, that, Jason, that you have no idea? Like if no it's idea. 1960s, I'm not even close. I read a book. I read a book about plus. this 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 time period, but uh, yeah, I, I have no idea. You were like 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 researching your your ancestry. You're like, I should know more about Scottish people. Well, yeah, yeah. The Scots don't really get one until they start working for the British. Then they kick <laughs> ass everywhere. <laughs> They're good mercenaries. Yeah, it's uh, the Irish are the same way. Don't feel bad. We have the same no, problems. I, I understand. <laughs> yeah. No organization, but uh, can kill people. Yeah, they like just point us in the right direction. <laughs> we'll die for you. That's fine. <laughs> we're we're good at that. I don't know, Dave. Okay, you would be Charles Edward Stewart. Charles Stewart. Nope. Never in a thousand years. Yeah. Okay, so the next question is: It's time. Time for who the fuck that shit. Name yeah. the military persona that each listed quoted with. So here's the quote, and and Jason, uh, just so you you can get the uh, the the way this works is, I'm saying the quote, and then I guess you have to guess who uh, I. Am. Okay, <laughs> is that better? Okay. It's not. It's not. Yeah. It's okay. not who's. It's not who's hearing it. It's like, but who are you saying it to? <laughs> <laughs> I'm the guy that's hearing it. From which, <laughs> wherefore, who? Okay. It is it is easier to find men who will volunteer to die than to those who are willing to endure pain with patience. 
Who the fuck said that shit? So, Justin, I I have only ever two to three answers to this question, and they're Napoleon, uh, Patton, and Westmoreland, yeah. uh, and and Richard Nixon. So, so four. So I I have no wow. idea. Can you repeat the quote again? I always like how you think this is going to help, but I'll do it. Yeah, it'll it'll make it click. It is is easier to find men who will volunteer to die than to find those who are willing to endure pain with patience. For some reason, the patience word has me thinking it's like some uh, Eastern, like Japanese, Chinese Mm. thing. Let me just let me just assure you that you're going the wrong direction. <laughs> yeah, let's just for the benefit of all the listening audience. Let's nice, just say nice this. job, Justin. <sighs> Pain, patience. Churchill, uh, I have a fifth. I have no idea. That's not actually a... Churchill's another guy. Um, let's go with, um, uh, one sec, let me think. How about, uh, uh, um, uh, what's his name? Um, Sherman. You going with, you going to go with Sherman? Yeah. It's Julius Caesar. Oh, Jesus Christ. Wow. Okay. We were way off. Though he's often a common, he's often a common answer, but that you wouldn't really guess him in yeah. that situation. Uh, plus it, plus he didn't speak English, so I don't believe it's like, <laughs> that's ridiculous. <laughs> you weren't you weren't speaking in uh. <laughs> whatever he spoke, right? right. Yeah. Don't fire <laughs> until you, don't, don't fire. <laughs> <laughs> up, beep, beep, blah, 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 blah. I'm I'm Julius Caesar, blah blah blah. <laughs> <laughs> Don't fire until you see the whites of their eyes. Oh, yeah. And this is a callback actually from last podcast quiz. Yeah, this sounds familiar. It's not hard to guess when this quote was maybe put out. The question is who said it that makes it more challenging. Though I might have spoken too soon. Don't fire until you see the whites of their eyes. For some reason, I'm gonna. I think I keep. I think it's Civil War, American Civil War, maybe. Okay. That. I, I, yeah, that makes sense. What do you think, Jason? Wow. Do you think, that, think that's a good area? To, I, I think you're in the right area. I have no idea though. Maybe. It's like a Civil War, World War One kind of close combat situation. Yeah. Yeah, you guys are Charging, kind of, you guys are both enough. you guys are both like the in the younger half of the guild, like you're representing like the younger guard of the guild, and as representing maybe the older guard of the guild, I have to say I'm a little concerned that you guys don't know where this. Is. <laughs> <laughs> That's concerning. So maybe we're way off. Uh, it sounds like it. There's going to be reading assignments after this podcast. That's I fair. Say. I, I'm on board. <laughs> I need the book club. Well, we can just answer because Justin, I guarantee you aren't anywhere close. To I'm not even near one. close to it. Really? You want to put out an answer? No, I guess I'm not anywhere near it. No. What is it? 
Dude, there are people driving around in circles around their work right now trying yeah, to get to work. They're, they're late. They're late. You're not and, uh, no, you're not just all, yelling at you're me. not recording right now. It's 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 one o'clock in the morning here. Pick pick which civil war battle you think this quote's from. The American Civil War. <laughs> Thank you. That was the perfect answer to that question. We are never going to get Harold Buchanan on this podcast yeah. at this rate. Yeah. This is ridiculous. That's okay. That's okay. We are never going to get Harold Buchanan on this podcast. He would bring us on as guests, and then we would bring him on. As we'd, we'd, our lawyers would arrange it. No. But no, that's Fuck dumb. that. I'm busy. Is it George Washington? Is, is that your guest, Justin? George Washington? Maybe the Revolutionary War? I, I'd like, again, I, I need a person. He just said George Washington. George Washington. Let's go with George Washington. It, it's it. You're in the right. You got to the right war. It's a uh, Bunker Hill. William Prescott. <laughs> I, I didn't expect you to get the guy, but okay. it's Bunker Hill because they held their fire yeah. and they shot all the troops yeah. and wiped out the British, or like really badly damaged them. The British have very white eyes too. <laughs> That's, right. That's right. Very white. Very white. Lily white. Very that white. That was the mistake. Not enough drinking the night before. Like, right. Their eyes are all pink. Like where do we aim? The teeth. <laughs> That's right. They were completely sober. All right. So the next quote is: "Uncommon valor was a common virtue." Uncommon valor was a common virtue. Who the fuck said that shit? I'm so bad at this question. Patton. I'll just go with Patton. There you go. Chester Nimitz. Uh, Admiral Nimitz. The next quote is, men, I am not ordering you to attack. I am ordering you to die. And it's funny. When I first read oh, this, fuck that guy. I read this like, meh. Like, instead of men, meh. Oh, I'm nice. ordering you to attack. Meh. 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 They're like, but it's suicide. Meh, I'm ordering you to attack. I'm not ordering you to attack. I'm ordering you to die. That's so this some, guy's mo this is an inspirational leader. That this sounds some, like some German shit. Yeah, this guy's like seriously. Yeah, yeah fuck that guy. Uh, oh man, Justin's yeah, ju killing it. I, I think Justin's like part German, but he's like, yeah, fuck those German guys. Okay. I, yeah, I am part German. Um half of me. Uh. And yeah, the other funny thing with Justin is you'll hear random like uh, Brooklyn street traffic. <laughs> 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 hey, I'm walking here. <laughs> I'm walking here. Hey, turn down that fucking radio. <laughs> <laughs> Do something. You got a problem? Yeah. <laughs> Just constantly. All right, so it's, that's all it is. Men, I am not ordering you to attack. Yeah, that's just Justin trying to get the delivery guy to come up all the way up to the walk up. He's like, hey, fuck you. You didn't yeah. tip. Hey, fuck you. It's your job to bring it up here. He got tipped you 20%. Right, men, I'm. <laughs> <laughs> you got to bring it up. Right? <laughs> men, I'm not ordering you to attack. I'm ordering you to die. Who said it? Oh. Um. Fred Frederick. Uh, the answer was Mustafa Kemal. Another callback from you might have recognized Mustafa Kemal oh. from uh, such questions as the ones in yeah. uh, question number one. Apparently, we're answer. really pushing the Gallipoli game. Gallipoli game coming out. 
the next question or the next quote is the reason that the American Navy does so well in wartime is that war is chaos and the Americans practice chaos on a daily basis. So the reason that the American Navy does so well in wartime is that war is chaos and the Americans practice chaos on a daily basis. Who said that shit? See, I would have said Nimit, maybe. Uh, but maybe. Already, yeah, he was, I, he was already, I have the same but, thinking. But don't let, don't let Braxton get in your head, man. But he was already, I mean, he was already an answer. I know, but maybe that's Braxton messing with you. God. All right, let's uh, we'll go with Nimitz. Nimitz. No, that's wrong. Wrong answer. Oh. Uh, <laughs> 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 it was Carl Donuts. Donuts. He's actually invented the donut. That's from the claims to fame after the war. Pete defended. Wasn't he like the naval commander? Like, didn't they have that funny comedy bit where he takes over the Germans at the very end? Like, he's got a whole book of all the great stuff he wants to do, and they're like, nah, we just made you encourage so that uh, you could surrender. <laughs> I don't know. What do we know about history? We're just a war game yeah, podcast. Yeah. So, all right, so, so um, that was 0 for 5 on that one. Yeah, that wasn't good. Yeah, that, wasn't that, that wasn't the best we've seen. The next question is, name the battle where each commander was KIA or mortally wounded. The commander – oh, so this is a different question. This, this, is, a, this is a battle where uh, is this a we, always, we always get negative reviews on the burps and the farting. Yeah. That's always – Oh, I'm there's, sorry. There's one more iTunes review. Jesus I'll crunch Christ. ice later. It'll, 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 it'll balance out. One more you, iTunes review. God, you guys are gonna be like number five next. <laughs> That's right. That's right. Five out of three. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, yeah but behind the fourth choice, no bad. Like, not listening to podcasts. <laughs> I, I'm done with podcasts guys. forever. They're like, yeah. what's a podcast? Yeah. I don't know what a podcast is. <laughs> okay, name the battle where each commander was KIA or mortally wounded. Lewis A. Armistead. Where was he killed or mortally wounded? Armistead. Battle. Uh, Which battle? The, uh, Louis A. Armistead. You can do this, Justin. <laughs> Dave, it. is this one you, you know? Louis. Uh, yeah, I think I would have gotten this one. Okay. Though sometimes when you see the answers, it's easier, but uh, I think I would have. Is he French? Is French? Uh, his name is Lewis A. Armistead. Answer the question, Justin. I like how you're kind of going into your Sean Connery. You like that, don't you? Yeah. You shot a is that, bitch. Is that like that? <laughs> <laughs> but we got to mix it up, man. We got so much competition. We got to crawl, claw our way back up to number three. Yeah. <laughs> We're pulling out all the. Yeah, we're pulling out the Sean Connery. Sean Connery it's going to be amazing later. We are going to get back up to number three. When they take your spot on we the podcast, it. you take their spot. That's how you find it out. Eye for an eye. We named a dog Indiana. <laughs> nice. Nice. Hey, hey, Justin. Uh, let's hey, leave it up to the host to do the the. We, we no, know okay, no, that was so, yeah, I'll be, I that was well played. No, it's funny. It's it's funny when I do it. it when you yeah. that's not funny. when I do it. It's that wasn't funny. Yeah, I don't think you understand comedy. It was hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> I should actually think about the question. 
which I'm avoiding. Yeah, that's right. You have a fucking quiz, dude. Yeah. Reeves still isn't working. You're saying Amistad, and all I can think of is Amistad. Reeves just got docked an hour's worth of pay. Yeah. I'm out. I'm Lewis thinking of John a. Adams trying the yeah. trial. Okay, okay. It might have been. It might have been the 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 the, the amazing <laughs> accent. That, <laughs> Is it the slave ships? Louis A. Armistead. 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 Not Amistad. Okay, so it's, it's not. not it's not John Adams. It's not. Oh slaves. my God! It's Louis A. Armistead. <laughs> Justin, I have no idea. Spoiler alert: I have no idea. Hey, yeah, I, don't, I don't and I was know. worried I, you were going to overjust Jason. <laughs> I, I don't know about how he was killed that either. Let's um, say it. Let's Please. go to the next question. Gettysburg. Let's move on. Okay. Um, Gustavus Adolphus. Where did he die? What battle? Gustavus oh, Adolphus. Okay. Again, Swede is, is like. Sw- yeah. This is more. This is some more uh, disrespect shown to Sweden. This is some Napoleonic shit. Oh, for God's sakes. No, it's 30 years more, please. Same difference. Gustavus Adolphus? Yeah. All right. Justin, you're on your own. It's European. It's European. (laughs) It's it's over there. Dude, the paramedics are not going to help you. See you later, guys. Yeah. Jason's like it sounds like an like, air raid. I had PTSD there for a second. I thought we were being mortared. No, I love it. Jason's like it's the Napoleonic Wars, huh? What? Okay, I'm out. <laughs> Not the Napoleonic Wars. You're on your own. <laughs> it's an uh, English Civil War, Napoleonics, American Civil also War. That's all Falklands, I have. It's a, it's, it's, a, it's a Swedish thing. Oh yes, it is. You think the lack of scoring would shorten the quiz, but it really doesn't. No, <laughs> it doesn't. I don't know what it is. It, it never does. Really Let's go to the next. It's uh, the Battle of Lutzen, ah. 30 Years' War. It's one of those years' wars. It's right, 730. Uh, it's, it's all the same. It's, so, so the next commander is the Duke of Brunswick, also known as Charles William Ferdinand, if that helps. Uh, what Justin, you're on your own. <laughs> That's <weird. laughs> Basically, with Jason, if there's a Duke or a noble type, Justin, <laughs> yeah. Jason does not know. <laughs> Royalty, Jason's out. Nope. That's right. Because they're all the same. It's a Duke. It's, it's a Lord. It's all the same to me. Duke of Brunswick. What battle did he die in? Or in which battle did he die? Sorry. Now that nice, have, good grammar. This competition, Dave. We really have to sharpen it up. Wow, down. that was some PhD I'm not even sure level that, grammar. Was that even right? I'm not even sure if that was right. Num- <laughs> I got nothing. Duke of Brunswick. I don't. I don't know. I don't know this stuff. I don't know. It's a uh, Jena Arstadt. I didn't think that was going to be. Huh? Okay, so so the next one is Horatio Nelson. It's Napoleonics, but Horatio Nelson. Where did he die? This one's, I can, I can see somebody I, getting this one. I do know this one. He's do one you? of the best naval commanders mm-hmm. around. Yeah, Nelson. Be- between and, and, 1790 and 1815. Right, yeah. So this is like one of my two, my, my two things. Nelson was, he was a he was he was big. 
there's a whole square named after this. And that's and, right. Right. <laughs> that's right. There is a square. So, so Justin, no hints, but there's a square named after this in, in, I believe London. Piccadilly, General Piccadilly. <laughs> square. <Yeah. laughs> the Battle of Piccadilly. The Battle of Piccadilly Circus. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Justin, you got this. You know I, this. If you don't, I do. You, okay, Jay. I don't know it. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's... It, yeah, hey, hey, Justin, I want to ask. You grew up in, like, South... Yeah. How much, like, you growing up in high school, was it like it was was Napoleon Dynamite, like you growing up in high school? Napoleon Dynamite. Was it, it wasn't anything like Napoleon Dynamite? I never saw the movie. Oh, Wait, you never saw it? No. Is it, it was, I mean. It's like a high school in is Idaho. It like, do you mean like nerdy stuff? No, no, no. It's like in Idaho, like, like growing up out in the middle hey, of nowhere hey, in Idaho. Hey, enough, enough with the Idaho talk. No, <laughs> no, I'm just saying it's bad. I was uh, just I curious. I don't think it's bad. All right. Back to the story. Let's go back. All right. So Jason just answered the question. The Battle of Trafalgar. That's right. Good job. That's the, is that the second one correct in this quiz? That's the third one correct, and it's also my third answer. Third one correct. Yeah. Okay, so here's my another lifeline, one. Here's money another, well spent. Here's another one, Justin. It's Albert Sidney Johnston. Where did he die? Uh, or the Johnson. Old, Johnson? The old, the old Johnson boys. I guess it is Albert Sidney Johnson. So where did he die? Battle of uh, Chugamanga. I like I like that answer. Chuga, Chugamanga. Chugamanga. <laughs> yeah. You know the, the, the American Civil War battle. Chugamanga. Chugamanga. Right. You're like it was. You're like it's the Battle of New Market Field Ridge Line. Brother. New Market Field. I got two of them. No, that was in there. Chugamanga. Bull Run New Market Field. You can't stop that. Yes, he he died at Shiloh. Sorry, Chukamunga, Shiloh, same difference. Was it? Was it Chukamunga? It was was almost like Chukamunga. I I feel like we could make a tub thumper. We could could make a civil war uh, uh, nutrition bar or something named like Chungamunga. Like people would buy that. We could sell it at the national parks. It's it's hardtack. Hardtack and oats. <laughs> Lots of oats. Heavy on the oats. The Chungamunga bar. Just only for real actors. It contains all the nutrients you need to do Civil War reenacting. It's a Chungamunga bar. Yeah. Just right. 2% whiskey. Justin, you have That's the right. war right at least, which I don't know least, that I yeah, would have. I, I'm very happy at least I had the war right. It's oh. it's four percent gangrene <laughs> and six percent chungamunga. That's right. Yeah, <laughs> chungamunga. Wow. <laughs> oh. Okay, so uh, so so that's radio gold. That's radio gold right that's there, boys. So, right. So, so, You're so, welcome, so, everyone. Jason, the next question is bonus. So, oh. do you want to explain to us? Because oh, people are Jesus really gonna love Christ. this because this is what people really come for. Oh fuck it's the bonus. Uh. So let's oh. Dave's gonna Dave's gonna grab a beer. Okay. While Jason explains the bonus, so let's do that. <clears throat> and my laptop is spinning. 
so this this will be good. So Justin, we both need to understand that yeah. this this next one is bonus, uh, yeah. which means it it's extra, uh, which yeah. is good, right? We all like extra. Extra is mm. good, um, yeah. but it also counts against us equally as much as oh, everything else. No. All the other bad stuff is also gonna gonna yeah. apply here, but but this one's bonus, oh. which is good. Yeah. So, so there's some good. Ooh. There's some bad. Um, but this one is bonus. Mm. Um, and I think we're gonna. I think we're gonna crush. I don't. I don't know what it is, but but it's bonus, which is good for us because because bonus. Like everyone it. everyone likes a bonus, right? Bonus it's is always po- bonus is always positive. It's the end of the year, right? Bonus. Yeah. That's good, yeah. um, but it, but if yeah. we answer incorrectly or don't answer, it's it's still bad. Um, but don't don't let that get us down. It's it's still good because it's a bonus. Um, I'd like to stay and think that it's a positive. It is a positive yeah. because because this has been this has been a good quiz. It's been a positive quiz, uh, so we'll keep that train running. But if we answer. Incorrectly, it's still negative, but but the bonus is You're doing so well, it's still going. (laughs) (laughs) Dave, you guys take a break for two minutes. We just want to make sure that this is positive. It's it's positive, Dave. I'm very drunk. Um, So we're gonna do well. We're gonna do well. We're 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 doing well. Don't worry, don't worry. You get your you get your mule here, Dave. The mule. Okay. Bring. I I know the way back to the barn. Okay. (laughs) I'm gonna go get some oats and some water. All right, Justin, you now are going to have to do this by yourself. Jason's not going to be able to hold your hands. Okay, good. All right. So we'll have the Dave Dave solo hour at the end of the podcast. Um, So these are your bonus questions. A beautiful soliloquy. These are your bonus questions. Whose fucking nickname is it? So whose nicknames are these? Who was called the Black Baron? Hmm. Black Baron. I know there's a Black Prince that was in an old SPI. Yep, that's not the same nickname, so we don't need to it's go not down the that same. road. Okay. I'm Justin Lowe. What is the <laughs> What is the name of this question? The, bl- the black, nicknames. The Black Baron. It, hmm. It's it's whose fucking nickname is it? The Black Baron. Justin. Man, is Just it not Mandela? At- no. It's not. It's Michael Whitman, a German okay. tank ace. That's actually not a very uh, common, yeah, common nickname. The next is the, the gray Baron. ghost. The gray ghost. The gray ghost. There's a solo game based on this guy. Hmm. Old solo game. I think it's Victory Games. And there's an airplane crashing behind Justin's uh, <laughs> yeah. apartment complex. So. The Grey Ghost. Yeah, I believe there's a, a old Victory Games solo game based on this guy's career. Huh. Um, I, don't, God, I don't know. What is it? John Sinton you- Mosby. Mosby's Raiders. Mosby's mm. Raiders. Gotcha. That's the why I haven't nickname, played. 
Yeah, the next nickname is it's actually I remember playing it when I was like a kid in Missouri at my grandma's house or something. I was like a ten or not eleven. Is it good? Uh, I, well, at ten, I thought it was good, but I mean, okay. I also was playing the paper airplane. <laughs> so what the fuck did I know? <laughs> uh, the, the next nickname is uh, <laughs> Light Horse. Hair. I don't even know where this shit comes from. Uh, folks, seriously, when when I retire, I think. Yeah, we're gonna really good. enjoy everything. Yep. Everything's gonna get much better. Yeah. All right. <laughs> Come to the convention. Light, I, yeah, I think I think the thing that you'll experience too is like uh, if you listen to the podcast, and you like what we're talking about, and then you meet us, exactly the same. Yeah. Right. No I mean, difference yeah. between. It, 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 unfortunately, if, if, if you're still listening right now. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> right. That's, that's exactly because because yeah. this is this is it. This, yeah. this is this all is you it. get. <laughs> yeah. But, yeah, if you're still listening to the podcast at this point, you might as well just come to the convention because yeah. you probably don't belong anywhere yeah. else. <laughs> Gotta we, help we you be, and come to we, the convention. Yeah, if you're still listening, we'll be buddies. You can find Safe Harbor. All right. Yeah. Uh, so the nickname is Light Horse Harry. And who is that person, Light Horse oh, Harry? Oh, old Light Horse Harry. Ah. Old Light Horse Harry. That sounds very familiar. Oh, he's not getting any closer to it. <laughs> it's like he's trying. To, it's like he's trying to spell it. <laughs> That's what he's trying to do. Harry. Well, maybe his first name is Harry. <laughs> I like your thinking. Or Harold. Or Harold. Um, God, I don't imagine some fucking light brigade cavalry unit dude named Harold, but I have no idea who it is. It's uh, Harry Lee. Harry Lee. Uh, hmm. I think he's really related to Robert E. Lee, but. I want to really? say it's a Revolutionary War. I want to say it's a Revolutionary War relative or ancestor okay. of Robert E. Lee. Uh, the next nickname is Old Hickory. Old Hickory. Jason, oh, this one. I know this one. Old, old Hickory Tom. He, he's he's next up in my list. Old Hickory Tom. Oh gosh, he's not. He's nowhere near it. <laughs> not even <laughs> close. <laughs> Can I can I help? Like famous for his mushrooms. <laughs> yeah. The can best I mushroom soup. Can I help? So so he was a president. He was Old the Hickory. Seventh president. Obviously also a wargaming guy. Wargaming guy. Who also fought. Yep. He was a general. He from Tennessee. I believe. Jefferson? Nope. Nope. He was from Virginia. Uh, Jason, that you're over. I think now you're overstepping. He's if he wants to make a guess, he can make a guess. Oh, I don't think I, Thomas oh, Jefferson ever fought in anything. No, he ran a lot. Um, oh, I've had three already. I can't. Yeah, yeah, you're helping him now, but you're. Oh. I mean, I, I'm fine with you hinting. Tell him no, that's not the right answer. <clears throat> so no. <laughs> so Jefferson is not correct. He clearly gets. The Jeffersons. And that's I, not I, the correct I, answer. I, I, I clearly guessed Jeffersons. Yes. Uh, J, J, J is in the correct uh, letter. 
is Andrew Jackson. You're in- oh, fuck. Correct, Justin. Yeah, I, I, I guess. <laughs> okay, so the next one is War Horse or the War Horse or the Old War Horse. Who's that? Who's that person? Who was called the Old War Horse? Oh, the this old one, you know, big boy war. His his name is. He his, was the old war horse. The old the war horse. <clears throat> his 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 name his last name is Long. Oh God! Now you just it's just <laughs> pathetic. American <laughs> American You're American Civil him, War. It's it's a no revolution left behind <laughs> Jason. You're making him look bad. You're hurting him by helping him. He has to learn. Revolution just put out a game where he attacks. Oh. We're no, we're no longer. Oh, long it. Just, no, that's it. That's it. We're taking this question off the board. Helping. Helping. All right. Unfortunately, Jason burned out all his his helping no, answers. No, that early. answers that, it, that 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 counts. When that Longstreet attacks, that was money. That was the answer. Is actually, not the name of the guy, but it's actually just Longstreet attacks. It's like when Bumbles be Bumblebees, yeah. right? Oh my yeah. God, we're like, right. you know, that that counts. I'm thinking it's four. I think that's you a four. four. Right. That's four. That's fair. The money will. Thank you. Spend. I appreciate it. That was fun. That's right. Everybody got their money's worth out of that. <sighs> Yeah, boys. And all of you can go to work now and come back later. So, uh, Justin, you were at a SwoleCon, right? Yeah. Swole slash DonkeyCon. Yeah. Did you buy a DonkeyCon shirt? Yes, I did. Did you buy a SwoleCon shirt? Did you think the DonkeyCon shirt was better than the SwoleCon shirt? No. <laughs> Why did you buy the Donkey Kong one then? Because it came I, out first. The, I I like the name Donkey Kong more. Oh, okay. Then, you felt people but, saw I, you. I, but I like I like, like the image of the Swole Kong shirt more with the buffed out donkey and yeah. Dave, Dave but, we were, so, I was too slow. I apologize. That was on me. So, that was my so fault. What, what was it about? Uh, Having a shirt that said Swolcon on it that made you feel I don't, uncomfortable. I don't, no, I don't know. It was just like, um, did you figure people would be like, "What the fuck?" What, like I a think, I think guy? to be fair, both of those t-shirts are are what the fuck. Yeah, I think there's questionable things on both. Of them. Oh, did you yeah. like the size matters thing? <laughs> oh, Although that's geez, on I, both. That's on both. No, but that's what Justin's saying. You didn't like that part of it. Yeah. I like the motto, Size Matters. Yeah, me too, because it does. That's fine. But yet you'll wear a symbol on the front of your T-shirt that has looks like a giant middle finger. <laughs> or have you not purchased those guilders? No. What, what are you talking about? The, no one pressure. The, attack, the one arrow attacking further in the center than the yeah, others. Yeah, I wear that. From yeah. last year. Yeah, that's Hell fine. Yeah. yeah. Thank you, Tyler. That's a classic. Checks in the mail. Oh, that wasn't Tyler either. That was oh, that was me. Right? I, no. no, I designed that one. Was that you? Fuck. That's me. That's me. Uh, this so, message uh, brought to you by Jack Daniels. That's right. So, so Justin, uh, you, Justin, you want to talk a little bit about your Donkey Kong experience? <sighs> if sure. you want to, yeah, sure. Yeah. Give us a rundown. So, um, 
this kind of ties into my and, and, and Donkey Kong's like our, our mid-year Monster Con, Monster yeah. Game Convention that Mitch set up for us. Had about 20 yeah. guys in Missouri. Yeah. Yeah. So for, yeah, it was, I had a really great time. You know, Mitch, um, Mitch brought us out, like, um, we had barbecue, and then we went to some other, like, oh, fuck, some, like, whiskey bar one night. And I got really trashed. I don't remember what happened there. Is that before the convention even yeah, started? Yeah, it was before the convention even started. <laughs> yeah. So I was like the trash guy the night before the convention even started. Um, but so what I played was, um, it was a com- it was a next war game combining India, Pakistan, Taiwan, and Korea. So it was great because like Mitch and Ralph kind of came up with these rules on the fly so we could play linking these three games up together. And it was fantastic. Uh, I, I, I absolutely love the next war games to begin with. Um, and I, I will, will always play them. I can play those anytime. Now you ran, you ran the Korea part, right? I was the North Korean commander. And I was going up against Tyler. And so a part of this thing was, and I will get into this with my review, but part of this was that. Well, and there there was a change of game. Yes. We were originally going to play War in the Pacific, the SPI version of the game. And Claystone and I played war in the pacific for a couple of months just playing it uh you know just like uh let's do let's do uh a surface to surface attack let's see what that's like let's do an air, air attack let's see what that not even like playing scenarios sometimes just like let's just get through this so you would just set up like a couple forces and just yeah. have at it let's just do it let's just figure it out and um by the end of it, we were like, with the scenario we were going to play at Donkey Kong, we were like, uh, I don't know how much. I'm I'm the kind of guy that's very conscious of other players that I'm playing with, right? So I don't want to have a lot of downtime. I don't want them waiting for me a lot of time. And I got very conscious of like, Holy shit, like, I think, I don't know if there's going to be a lot of fun for these guys. Yeah, because War in the Pacific's pretty deep, right? So you can spend a lot of time doing shit. I think we might spend, I think we might spend a whole day with just Tyler and I, who who are going to be the Japanese. I think we might spend a whole day just setting up. And that's not fun. But couldn't you guys have just done a smaller, like, like a campaign, like a smaller scenario? Smaller scenarios only use. Like, That's not what Donkey Kong is about. Is use a small part of the map. Yeah, but I mean, my point is, I think in this game, even a small scenario is still a monster game. We, <laughs> you know, we're playing. We, we're playing with Claystone. We have to use a full map. 
And by the way, That's Jason, right. Jason played a debatably monstrous game at, <laughs> at the convention. I, so, I, play, I don't but, know why hey, Jason's whoa, trump, whoa, whoa. trumpeting here. I, yeah. I, I played a game that I finished, so it's Hence, all good. That's how we know it's not a monster game. That's did right. You actually Wait, finished did, you guys it. Play with, did you guys play with Logistics? No, fuck you. God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm done. I quit the podcast. I'm out. <laughs> he quits. He quits. He quit. I'm out. <laughs> I got to bring Keith back. Yeah. I got Keith? logistics right up your ass. <laughs> all right. So, um, so you guys basically, but the funny part is, so you guys all told Tyler you're going to do War in the Pacific, and then right before Tyler like flew <laughs> you out, make- you told him you were changing it to next war. So he had to read the yeah. rules on the so, airplane. So- yeah, so t- Tyler had to, yeah, as like uh, Tyler's like, I don't know what he does for a job. It's like like pretty much like the Peace Corps um, kind of thing where he's like he's like moving to these. Like, you don't know, but it's pretty much like yeah, I don't know, but he's, he's like, helping he's going, people. He's, he's going to these very poor countries. He's, he's doing good stuff. Them. He's doing the Lord's nice work, things. if you will. And he's right. like, I need to use yeah. about, I need to use your color printer. I need about uh, yeah. 72 back-to-back copies. <laughs> <laughs> a lot nicer. He doesn't know I'll ever do. So um, we tell Tyler, like, uh, we're switching to next war, which the three of us know you don't. <laughs> so uh, Tyler is my opponent in South Korea. But we had a fantastic time, and you know, um, how many turns did you guys get done? We we actually got pretty far, and I'm really happy to say, like, like, but you know, Ralph. I got, mean, Korea's the one that's going to drag Ralph got, that. Ralph got, yeah, Ralph got sick towards the end of the convention because Tyler came in sick, and Tyler gave his sickness to Ralph, but. Um, is that because we all like, they shared, they shared, yeah. shared a room, they sharing a room. I'm we hearing a lot of like, excuses for not finishing a game I finished my game finish. I'm just putting that out I think there the, but, but, you guys got like we, turn 5 we got pretty far yes we got at least a turn 5 you guys got the 5 right Yes, that's good and it's, honestly for yeah. next war Korea I think that's pretty good Yeah, we got pretty far um, but it was fun because there wasn't a lot of choices for the baddies, which was me and Claystone. Um, but like the allies had a lot of choices to make of like where to put, where are we going to shoot our cruise missiles? Where, okay, the 101st American Airborne are coming on. What theater are they going to go to? And they had to think about that kind of stuff. Right. Oh, you're talking about like theater-wise, like whether you're going to do yes. it in this game they, or that gonna, game? Yeah, or, okay. are they going to go to North Korea? Are they going to go to India, Pakistan? Or are they going to go to Taiwan? Yeah, well, I mean, it makes so, sense because North Korea yeah. is not going to be like, oh, I think we're going to send this mechanized division to Taiwan. Yeah. Like that so wasn't... there's a lot of there's a lot of voices with that. It seemed like, like more for the allies than the baddies. But... Um, I had a, I had an absolute blast playing. That. I think they're now our allies. I think we're actually an yeah. ally. <laughs> so I don't know if that's yeah full circle. So you so you enjoyed it. And did you play any other games besides the next war? Like, did you play any evening games or anything? Slapshot, baby. We, we had a we had a slapshot game, right? 
That's right. Who who finished in the finals of that slap shot? Uh, well, championship. Oh, yeah. I don't remember. Yeah, I don't remember. What's up with that? Yeah. Hmm. It was. It was Dave. And you guys had all the best players Peter, in your right? conference. Yeah, you guys had all the best players in your conference. That was fucked up. <laughs> it was Paul. Paul and I, right? So we also had the drunkest conference. <laughs> I believe that. That is true. Especially afterwards. What game did you yeah. guys try to play after Slapshot? That was the. Were, were, uh, you, were you in the? Oh, the no, that let's was the Pacific War game. Let's talk about the kind of hoplite. Yeah, that was the Pacific War card game that we tried to put the words. And I fairly back because I kind of came in the game, and everyone else was sober except for the ten hoplite. He was just absolutely shit faced. Well, Uncle John wasn't sober. No, well, he, Uncle John he, was shit faced too. That's right. Yeah. But not as bad as Hoplite. Hoplite no. was just fucking at drunk. Yeah. But we tried to play this game, and this is when he almost poured a shot into Mitch's. Oh yeah, I remember that, that. That was right there. Um, so how and was then, it playing then, with them? Was it like you were you were like talking to an insane person, like when you're trying to play the game? Yeah, kind of, pretty much. Yeah, it was kind of, it was, it was a lot of, it was a lot of, it was a lot of baby steps, you know. But but As Justin's it is used to this with somebody Justin, who's really good. Justin deals with like homeless people on the subway and stuff, so he's like, hey. <laughs> You just back away, dude. <laughs> yeah, like, you with it. which was like, he's like I'm just here to because all of a sudden Lieutenant Hoplite was like, "I want a cigarette," and I gave him one, and he was gonna go and like smoke, and then you guys were like, "Oh no, Justin, you have to go out and smoke with him." <laughs> you gave it. Well, dude, to you're him. like. You're, you're like, he's like, I need a cigarette. And you're like, so then he's got this fucking <laughs> one cigarette dangling from dangling his lip. From his and it's like, it's it looks like a walrus tusk. I mean, it's basically like <laughs> hanging vertical from under his top lip. And I'm like, this dude is so fucked up. There's no way he's smoking that cigarette. I mean, I was worried he couldn't even walk down fucking stairs. You know, and, he and, he, and he barely did. Well, he got basically carried down the stairs. But, yeah, we we had to really like nurse him down the stairs. So when he's like, hilarious. he's like, I need a cigarette. Of course, you're like, here you go. I'm like, dude, what are you doing? What are you giving me a cigarette? Yeah. <laughs> you're like, what it was you great because it? you guys were like, well, you gave it to him. Now you have you're, you're like you have the responsibility now. <laughs> now now it's yours. I, at first, I was like, no, fuck that. And I was like, oh wait, no, actually, I do have the responsibility. There's this social I responsibility. Do have to take him out. Yeah, yeah. And then I he just went to White Castle. Him. He went to White Castle, and everything was fine. Yeah, we well, we brought him and we brought him and Uncle John to the room, and we thought that was going to be the end of the story. They were going to go to bed, but then we later hear out like, no, they went to the room and this. That's <laughs> they right. They rallied. They rallied. Went to White Castle. That's right. <laughs> Which was like three hundred feet away. So, so Justin, you play games over at Clay Stone's place. Yes. So explain to me Once how this works. Explain to me how this works. Is there like you go to a uh, a door and you have to be like, a secret just lock. An, it like electronic lock opens you up and there's a special elevator. I imagine you pull up like a cage and you get on the elevator and you shut it and then you have to lift a big like uh, warehouse like door to get up into the, the gaming room. <laughs> Is that how it works? So I call his place Castle Claystone. Yeah, from and, pictures it looks pretty uh, regal. Yeah, and I call that before reading because because there's there's a few different places we can game, 
right? So he There's has options, yeah. he has he has his living quarters. That's right. Okay. <laughs> that we can game in. And then there is like a stable house next door. And there's a couple different rooms in the stable house. And then there is like the kind of game room. What, what are you doing right now? Scuba diving. Weird? Yeah, Why did you, you go underwater all of a sudden? I don't. Did I really go underwater? Yeah, just talk normally. No, I didn't do anything. I'm then just, stop moving. I'm not moving. I'm not doing just anything. Rewind. Know, it's great. Undo. Control just, Z. Just start talking. <laughs> Enhance. <laughs> I didn't do anything. Okay. Okay. You sound better uh, so, so there's a table house? Like, so he has a table room next door with the gaming tables? Yeah. He has like a whole, there's like a whole other apartment stable house next Have door. you ever seen the laser range finder dot from his uh, ex-wife across the street? Does it ever show up when you're there? You see it? No, I've, 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 been, I've been out on his personal patio um, to have a cigarette and reviews his ex-wife's place. Um, I, I haven't seen it. Are you afraid to tell us too much? Because mm-hmm. you're worried you might be expelled from the kingdom. Yeah. <laughs> no, I'm, so, I'm, so I'm, at the I'm, at the I'm end of the night, at the end of the night, is Clay like, okay, dude, that's it, we're done. And you're like, I got nowhere else to go. Like, no, I want to stay here. <laughs> well, I just left it back to the subway. You know? <laughs> you're like, I want to live here forever. <laughs> <laughs> you know. <laughs> <laughs> with the rest of the poppers he's like nope back on the subway security no. the subway no so what have uh, you guys been playing lately i saw you guys were so lately some vietnam 65 to 75 yes, that's what we're doing next yeah that's cool so we do we do a nice we do a thing where like uh i choose a game you choose a game we go back and forth and uh, we're not we're not going to play vietnam to its entirety, but we, we want to play it to just get a good feel of the game. Yeah, I think some of the scenarios are good enough to get the feel for how the tactical system yeah. works. Yeah, it's actually got some decent scenarios. You guys playing that actually made me uh, make efforts to reacquire a physical copy of that game. Also, Dave, I will send you yours. That is mine. I already got it. I already got it from somebody. I mean, just a little bit. I already got it from played. a good friend. Hey, whoa, 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 whoa. I, I, this game sounds fantastic. Yeah. It's so good. No, it's, re- it's it really good. It really is. Yeah. It's so good. And um, it was like a couple weeks ago, Mitch and um, Johan were nice enough to bring Clay and I online and they kind of just ran us through a combat um, because we, we got a few things right, but then we weren't sure about a few other things. Um, so they set us straight and just some of it's about like, um, you know, uh, how things are when when you bring reinforcements in. How does that affect this? How does that oh, you mean like offensive reserves? Yeah. Like when yeah. you bring other well, units well, in, well, yeah. We, we just like the it's like the American side. If they bring in reinforcements, right? Uh, what is that? What is oh, like do? like new? You're talking new commitment? New, yes. Yes, commitment levels. Like, what does that affect for like the the Vietcon their side? What does that do? Well, I was we, Ralph and I were talking about last night when we were playing Next War Korea. I was like, uh, I've never had any game that feels as fun uh, that has that same catch a tiger by 
the tail type of feel as a Vietnam 65 to 75 search and destroy operation. Hmm. You know, when you've got your prey running, your prey's running, you're trying to bring in other guys, other units are getting, you're like, oh, I'm just going to do this little search and destroy over here. And then it ends up at the end, you're like, well, that ops completed like fucking 19 units. Like that was not what we planned for that to be. Yeah. You wake up in the morning, you're like, oh my God, that was crazy. Like, what happened? I just dreamed that we used like an entire division to catch that one VC battalion. Yeah. They're like, yep, that happened. Like when, like, like when Mitch and Johan dragged us through a, oper- a search and destroy operation, I had no idea it could last that long. Yeah. I was like, oh yeah, my God. Exactly. I'll take it. Going and going and going. It's or you, awesome. but and it gives it. you these feels for things where you're like, okay, this is uh, Charlie's territory, so I need to set up a <laughs> defensive firebase in Tip-toe. this territory. Wow. Yeah, but you're like, fuck it, this, you know, we're going to set up fuck some fucking artillery bases in these areas, you know, and you want to make sure they're mutually supporting, and you start doing all. I mean, you start to feel like, okay, this is this. It really feels the way the game plays, no. you know, and the VC stays off roads because they're worried about security missions. <laughs> It's all in there. The only adjustments that need to be made, I think, are, are maybe Arvin draft levels. There's There are some guys who've played campaigns who've talked about some minor adjustments to numbers that need to be made for the campaign. But I think the actual operational game is fucking great. I don't know if it's so good. Is. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, there's no argument there. It's so good. Yeah, it's really amazing, though. Like, and it was, game co- it was game soon company, after like, the war. Yeah, it's really amazing. Like, a, a game company like Victory is, like, just nailed so many great Or games. how about Nicholas Carp made that one game, basically? Right, yeah. That's his best game. He mi- so And good. it still holds up to this day. It's still the best one. So... So cool. So Vietnam 6575 is the one you guys are working on now. That's, yeah. So like we, we go back and forth. It's like, so I pick Vietnam, you know, and we'll, we'll, we'll play this for the next, we'll play this for the next couple months, get a, get a handle on it. Um, and then, you know, play will pick something. We'll we'll yeah, that's cool. Hey, I'm going to, I'm going to, I got to hit that real quick. I'll be back. Do you guys yeah. got anything you can, or we want to take a break or what? Jason's always like, no breaks. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm fine with breaks. Okay, let's take a break. We can break. Okay. I got to figure out how my girlfriend is. See how far she is. Maybe I can have a second. <laughs> yeah, it's like almost 2 a.m. Yeah, it really is, guys. It, it really is. <laughs> and she's still at a concert. God bless. Well, it's in City Field, which is where the fuck out in Queens. And you guys are full-time now? What's that? My girlfriend and I? Are you guys full-time? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, full-time. Good. I, I usually spend my weekends at her place, and she lives... It's funny, she lives in the same hometown as Pete Gate. So I get to talk to Pete Gate about, like, old, weird stuff that <laughs> he saw and, like, experienced as a kid okay. that I'm experiencing now. You know, like, we had, like, uh, like, this butcher shop that's not too far away from, like, where he lived. I was like, hey, Pete, you know Farm what? view? Yeah. Yeah. 
Huh? Do you know this? Do you know this? You know this butcher shop? He's like, oh yeah, my, <laughs> shop. Like, my dad. My dad used to take me there as a kid, and uh, it's it, it's just awesome because now I'm I get to go there and it's, it's this old German butcher shop and they have you know, it's fantastic. fantastic. I love it. Oh, that's awesome. All right, boys, come back. All right. So, uh, Jason, what are you playing? You got anything you want to talk about as far as games? Or, I mean, this is where you can bring in your RPG stuff because I have RPG stuff to talk about too. So we can do that. So, so just just what we're playing. Yeah. What, what do you got going on as far as what you've been involved with, or? So playing wise is just Liberty or Death uh, on uh, Vassal through uh, Slack and uh, 1817, which is which is going well. A train game. No RPGs really. Um, still in the Numenera game. What? What? Yeah. I hey, you didn't return the email. I'm trying to get a new campaign going. Oh, do I owe you an email, dude? I'm fucking terrible. At email. It's it's like six weeks late. We're gonna try here's, again in July. Yeah, here, here's my problem. I I'm an idiot with email. Like I I'll, read email. I'll, and I'm I'll like, send you okay. a text. I'll send I you a text read, next time. I just yeah. read. I read it and I I don't feel that I have to respond. I don't know what the fuck is wrong with me. Even though I said, "Hey, when are you free?" Um, I know. So we'll know. try again in July. So okay. So my next campaign to run will be Technor with you, Duck, Gersh, and Matt Allen. Um, it's called Technor. Technor, yeah. It's like a it's a dice pool mechanic, uh, but it's like a cyberpunk noir film RPG. You know, that's the name of the club that Sarah Connor goes I to. I do know. I, yeah, I did Terminator know that. One. Yeah, yeah, Techno. <laughs> and I, I have kind of the bones put together of, of the story, and it'll be kind of hard-boiled. Um, and then I'm in, in Rex's like the Numenera Con- game. The, the John Woo film. Mm-hmm, exactly. The book or the John Woo film? The, the genre, the kind of... Hard boiled oh, okay. detective, um, gotcha. you know, like a Sam Spade kind of thing. Okay. Um, very noir. I'm in uh, Rex's Numenera game, which is on hiatus. Uh, eventually, in Dave's Wild West game, but uh, yeah, that, that, that's it for me uh, currently. My my game room is still torn up. We're, we're basically suing the the general contractor to to get our room fixed, but oh no kidding! Yeah, it's uh it's been six weeks and still no resolution for their fuck up. So yeah, we're kind of pissed. Our contract is the worst. Yeah, yeah, not good. It, and I work for one now. So. What, what's the what's the payment status? How much have you paid? Uh, $7,600. Like what percentage is that of the total job? That's it. Oh, see, that's not a good uh, contractor. Yeah. No contractor should ever require you to pay. No. That's front. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so yeah. that's your first warning sign. Yeah. Uh-huh. yeah, folks, if you pay a contract 100%, so, you so can we'll say see. goodbye to that contractor. We'll see. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> We're still waiting on resolution. So I don't have a game room, so no no solo games going. Just just my vassal and and all those things. 
I'm, I'm planning my uh, trip to Missouri where I'm trying to get my family interested in retiring there with me instead of me going there by myself when I retire. <laughs> yeah. So we're doing, kind of a, we're doing kind of a recon trip nice. to Lake of the Ozarks. How and, far uh, is that from me? It's probably like three hours. It, yeah. It's in the central southern area of the state where Mitch is outside St. Louis. So I don't know if Mitch wants the North Green government to know exactly where he lives. <laughs> they know already. Thing, but... They know. They've hacked. That's right. It was that cleaning lady. The cleaning lady was, <laughs> she was a weak link. But it's funny because like – so, uh, you know, we're flying out there. We're flying into the state of St. Louis. And so we're going direct basically into the Ozarks. And uh, it's like uh, it's a it's a different area. <laughs> right. So I love hearing Dave talk about this transition. <laughs> yeah. So uh, like, you know, se I, selling I, your I, girls who have grown up in L.A on the Ozarks has to be right. an interesting so, conversation. So as, as one example, um, one of the things we're doing in, when we're in, like we're, we're staying in the Ozarks for like five days and then two days we're spring, planning down in Springfield and we're going to go up to Branson, do a couple little things like they've got amusement parks and rides and stuff and museums um, and not good museums. They have like the Titanic Museum. <laughs> <laughs> it's, like, it's, it's like, like Disneyland <laughs> and Six Flags, right? If you were 65, it's what you everything you'd want to see in an amusement park. But so, so one of the funny things is we're going to this Dolly Parton stampede. Fuck yeah, fuck and yeah, like, wow, and preach, it's, brother, preach. It, it's like a rodeo, like a horse show kind of, and it used to be called the Dixie Speed, but they recently had to change the name of it because people are getting worked up. From they want mm. to expand it, and so they're expanded out of Tennessee and Missouri. If it's called the Dixie Stampede, but the right. funniest thing is, so imagine medieval times, except the seating is based on north or south. Oh fuck me! And the the bathrooms, <laughs> oh, the bathrooms, Dave. the bathrooms, Dave. Bathrooms, north and south. the bathrooms say on the door north only, southern. <laughs> it's 2018. Dude, it's so good. That's that's so, both too that's too I far and too soon to do that. My, I my, love so, it. So I'm all I'm down. I'm like that's cool. I'm like so I'm like <laughs> yeah, I love so it. I'm like I'm like well we're sitting in the there so there's seating sections. So I'm like there's northern preferred, northern general oh, like no. regular seating, or southern preferred and southern general section. So it's basically like the south versus the north. Yeah. Um, the competition are you and, sitting uh, deep deep south well well no so i i was <laughs> i was like trying to talk my wife and i wanted to be in the southern preferred and she's like no no no. she goes she said something like she goes what do you have to believe in slavery to sit in the southern preferred section? <laughs> <laughs> i'm like no no it's not like it's, it's rights, not like baby. it's not rights, like this it's not the civil war it's more like what part of the country you're right. from and they're kind of making so I went to try to buy tickets in the northern preferred section, and it said no tickets available. I said, "Fuck it, we're sitting in the southern preferred." <laughs> so I bought the southern preferred tickets. Balls deep, I like it. So we told my daughters, and we said, "Hey, we're going to this like it's a horse show, and they've got all the stuff." And they're like, "Oh, cool." So my oldest one, who's going into seventh grade, she's pretty sharp. So I'm like, "Yeah, so we're going to be sitting in the." Uh, the southern preferred section. She goes, what does that mean? I said, well, you, you got the north or the south. I go, it's like historical. She goes, oh, historical? She goes, does that mean the north wins every time? <laughs> <laughs>
Yeah, are we in the loser section? Yeah, I was like, dude, I'm, I'm like, what did you just say? Because I'm writing that shit down for the podcast. Like, I got to go fucking write right. that down. Yeah. For uh, take note. So then I, my wife got mad because I'm like, no, we're coming from California. So I said, look at your mom. I was raised in Southern California. I said, we're going to roll in there like, be like, we're from the Southland. <laughs> Monica started getting really mad. Yeah, Southland and South are, are not the same thing. Well, I mean, it's born in the Southland, man. Uh, uh, okay. So it's a, it's a direction, Jason. It's a, it's a, it's a direction on the compass. I understand there are lines. And, so and I can't wait. Above, yeah. I can't wait. And not just because they're serving biscuits. There's I understand. I'm excited. Yeah. Though my, Ooh, wife is sneaking, my wife is sneaking in plastic utensils because she knows I won't eat with my hands. <laughs> so she learned that from Medieval Times. <laughs> I refuse to eat in Medieval Times. She gets it. God bless. So we will we will report back on that, and then I'm also forcing my family to go watch Shepherd of the Hills, which is like, it's it's more of a childhood experience for me when I was a young kid growing up in Missouri, where my grandma really loved it, and we went out to the Ozarks and we watched this performance called Shepherd of the Hills, and I don't remember how religious it was. It's based on a book. And uh, but I'm basically going to make my family sit through an entire life performance of it, okay. so we'll see how that goes. Nice. That should be. I'm sure they'll love who that. Who is the Shepherd of the Hills? You know who it is. You don't have to ask. It, it, it's like an Ozark drama performance they do out there. Who knows what it is? I'm sure afterwards I'll be like, oh my god, I can't remember that it was like this at all. But but yeah, the other cool thing about Missouri is, is if I want to uh, uh, captain a boat in Missouri, I have to get a uh, boating safety license. Which apparently I can take the test online and they'll just issue it to me. Okay, there you <laughs> and then go. When I show up, I can just rent a boat and ride around in the lake with them. The other cool thing of is cost of living, which is which is very cheap, relatively well, speaking. Yeah, and the the Ozarks, like the areas right around the lake, are not. They're more a uh, little more cosmopolitan because they get a lot more people in as opposed to some of the other areas, but. I think it's going to be great. I'm looking forward to it. So we'll yeah, have fun. Me too. At Donkey Kong, we got a little bit of taste of like how cheap things are. Oh, it's, it's really so fun. green. For me, living in Arizona, it's like, oh, it's so green out there. It's so crazy. It's nice. But it was It was like, wow. Drinks, drinks were so cheap. Yeah, my, my taxi, my, uh, my, my taxi driver, my Uber driver would, it's like a Pakistani guy. She getting a job with Homeland Security, which is kind of interesting. But uh, he's like, uh, he's like, oh, I just don't want to leave Missouri. He goes, I'm worried why, they're going to make me leave Missouri. Why is that interesting, Dave? Well, I just think like he, you know, I guess they're, they're they're bringing him in because I understand. he speaks he speaks the languages. I get it. I guess he's I a citizen. But. Did did he talk shit about all the Indian drivers like you do here? Well, what was interesting about him is he was pakistani but he's very conservative which i wasn't expecting you know he's kind oh, of like, yeah of course oh, yeah like i want to he's like i want to work for the uh the federal government i want to work for homeland security i was just like i just thought that was a weird job choice for him yeah. but that's fine no and, i get uh, it but he was like i don't want to leave missouri because the cost of living is just so low it was everything is so affordable that i don't want to leave I hope, I hope they don't send me out of here it's very tempting he was actually lying to his wife about the possibility of getting sent somewhere else so we, we really opened up to each other a lot there was a lot of it was a long uber drive we learned a lot about each other 
my 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 Lyft driver from the airport to the con didn't he didn't say a word to me. I got in the car and it was a thirty minute drive of silence, which was kind of uncomfortable. But I also would really rather not talk to somebody, so it was kind of great. But it was like I've never had that happen where. 30 minutes in a car with one other person and he didn't say anything to me. Yeah. I, I, did you make an effort to have a conversation with him or no? Reviews. Um, okay. So, so, <laughs> so, okay, so, so you did not make an effort to make oh, a conversation with him. It's okay. I don't, I don't ever try to talk to the cat drivers. I always talk to them. I guess I ask about the areas, places to go or whatever. That's how you start conversations with people, I think. Did did Jason just disconnect his microphone? Yeah. Did Jason <laughs> just leave? It's like, all right, I'm out. I guess he did. This is why we record also B mode. <laughs> if yeah. anything happens. Let's see. We'll give him a sec to see if he comes back on. Yeah. Yes, we are talking, but I, I, I guess hear us. Hold on, I'm gonna type them. Jason's new laptop. Okay, there you go. You're back. Yep. New gotcha. laptop. Yep. Fuck that laptop. <laughs> Fuck that laptop. Tech, tech if that support. laptop was built in Branson, you would have any problems. <laughs> Completely cut out. That was great. All right, so I guess I could talk about games I've been playing. Uh, yeah, I've been playing uh, uh, OCS Sicily with Pete still. So he, we're having fun with that. We're doing. Uh, I'm doing Next War Korea with Ralph. Um, we just wrapped up our Gamma World RPG campaign. That was a blast uh, with Pete GMing. So that was fun. Uh, and I've really been reading through my. Uh, what's that? Uh, What's the stars game? World World full of stars? What is that? What's the name of that? Stars Stars without number. Stars without number. I don't know. Why. I can never remember the name of that. But that's dude, fair. that is that's a really that's a good, cool yeah, system. It's a good set. And it's one of these things where they give you a giant book and you don't read through it all because it's so much. But when you actually sit down, I was doing it old school, like I did when I was a kid, where I'm like, well, I'm going to try to design like a ship based on the system and it's really fun to make the ship and then they've got these cool rules for how the ships can fight each other uh using different every character has to man a battle station and choose actions during the battle and can accept challenges and stuff it's very very interesting system so i think it's a great game but there's almost sometimes there's so much there that mm -hmm. people don't don't play it you know they're yeah. like yeah it's overwhelming but I thought it would be, I mean, you can play almost anything with it, like it's sci-fi based. So I thought that, I think I'm going to, I've really been enjoying kind of reading through it and stuff. Like while my, if I drive my daughter to like a tennis lesson or something, <laughs> I just sit there and just read all the stuff. I'm nice. supposed to be watching her. So, yeah. But uh, as, as far as uh, game reviews, I have a game to review. I don't know if, do you have guys have games you want to review? I do. Okay, hey uh, Justin, you need to get closer to oh, your mic, dude. Can you hear me? Yeah, can you get clo closer? Closer. Hi. Here, that's that's perfect. Oh, really? He's like, yeah. that's uncomfortable. 
Get, 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 get like up this? on it. Get up on it. That's good. All right. So who wants to go first? I'm going to let either of you go first. Yeah, I, think... I, w- <sighs> I wouldn't we'll mind going go first, first, but, but Justin, go first. If, if, if you're in that mode. Um, uh, I, I'm going to have another drink through your review. Um, okay. So you I'll, can go, you can go first. I will go. So I, we, we, we teased this last month. Uh, I'm going to, I'm going to talk about rifles in the Ardennes, which is a, a solo game from tiny, tiny battles publishing, which is uh, one of Mark Herman's games. Or, uh, and, and, companies. and for the for the record, this podcast is known for its quality reviews. <laughs> like we are like, yeah, buckle it, buckle up, yeah, folks. We're the gold standard for reviews because because it's <laughs> it's eleven o'clock and I'm I'm fairly drunk. It's um, two o'clock where I am. Yeah, it's it's already Father's Day. We're just it is. Father's Day. Yeah, hey, I know. I'm waiting for my Father's Day card that I get from my aborted child. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Ooh. A Kleenex doesn't count hey as a board. That's not the same thing. Too soon. So, uh, Rifles in the Ardennes solo game. Um, the the designer is the guy who designed Space Infantry, which is a solo sci-fi game. That's actually more similar to this game than it would seem. Because uh, Space Infantry is like has these areas that you go to on on, on the map, and you kind of you kind of fight as as you go through. Uh, so, as an overview, um, comparing Rifles in the Ardennes to other games, it's like if you were to take Fields of Fire and mash that up with. Um, Warfighter, and then strip down everything except the bear mechanics. That's what you would get in Rifles in the Air Dens. So, so what are you what are you leading? Like, what's your force? <clears throat> so you are, um, you're like a platoon commander, I would say, or a company commander. So, so you're pretty. It's pretty granular in that sense, but. The game is very generic in general. So the game comes with some counters that are generic and a map that is eight horizontal lines across an eight and a half by 11 sheet of paper. And that's the map. And then it has some, um, what do they call them? Um, Some like army sheets that, that kind of give you what the units are. So let, let, let me give a broad overview. So basically what you do is you pick a mission. There are eight missions in the game. Um, so you pick a mission. That mission will basically kind of give you an overview. So mission one is a patrol. Your team is ordered to patrol the area, gathering info about enemy forces. So that's it, right? So you pick that mission. Um, you'll lay out the map. You'll put the objective out based on the the the, the mission rules. Now, do the maps change based on what scenario you have? 
Are, are there different maps for each scenario? <laughs> uh, so there's one map in the game, and it's literally an eight and a half by eleven sheet of paper with eight horizontal stripes on it. TV tray. One TV through tray eight. Game. It's a, it, it. This is the TV tray game. It's a very small footprint. Uh, once once you get it, you could probably lay it out on basically like an 11 by 17 area. Uh, it's it's very compact. Uh, so you put the objective on the board based on, on the mission you're playing. So it'll go in one of those slots, one through eight. Um, events, one through eight, based again on on the mission. So you roll a die. Everything is basically D6 in this, in this game. Um, so you'll, you'll roll a D6 based on one through eight, uh, based on the, the event table on the, on the, or the terrain table on the, on the thing. You'll lay out the terrain based on the mission and you'll buy a squad or buy a, I'm going to say squad. You'll, you'll buy your platoon, uh, based on the points you get and the map. So like I said, the game is generic. So you get counters that are machine gun, submachine gun, rifle, um, but they don't really have any stats assigned to them. Uh, you put them in in an army. So the United States, if you buy a, a rifle unit, it'll have a range of one and a base of one. So again, very generic. Um, but you'll you'll buy your squad, and then you're, you'll play your mission out. The game turns uh, are, are again very very simple. The, this game is very simple to play, but but it, it it can be very engrossing. So each turn, you'll you'll form groups from your squads, and and basically after turn one or two, everything's very kind of formed, and you'll have one or two groups that that you'll kind of push through this line of terrain getting to your objective. Then you'll activate your units and, and you roll one D six. And based on the, the, the role is, is how many activations you get and you can activate each group that you've assigned in the stage before to move or shoot or overwatch or whatever. Um, and then you'll check for enemies, the enemies activate and you, you do it all again. So no, very they, is the enemy all hidden, or are they kind of you know where they are when you start? No, so they pop up based on um, like a flow chart. So um, so based on where you are, you'll roll a die. It'll tell you what to check for, um, and then you'll roll another die to tell you what the enemy presence is. So how many of the the enemy there are, and then what they do and who they target. And it's it's all just one d six rules. It's it's very simple. It's it's you know, okay. I have I have a unit here. They're going to check for this. You roll a die. You roll a die. You roll a die. The events are the same way. You move into a space. You roll a die. You roll a die. You roll a die. It's all very very simple. Very very basic, but very engrossing somehow. At least to me, even though it's all very generic. As you move in, you, you kind of get more engrossed in the story that that, that you're telling. So th that's that's basically it. As as you play through, 
so I played this game five times. I've played the first mission twice and then two through four once each. Um, do, do you gain points from mission to mission? Like, can you carry on same guys? And there, there are campaign rules, which I didn't really pay a ton of attention to. I just kind of, um, if, if people died, I brought in new people for the next, uh, mission and, and whatever. But again, it's each mission is kind of meant to be spent or meant to be played on its own. So you get basically points to buy guys. So kind of like ambush where you get a, you get a squad allotment and you can, you can buy guys and buy weapons. This is kind of in that, in that same vein, but take all the detail out basically. Um, which I, I keep saying like take the detail out, keep the you, you I mean, kind you're, of you're com you're comparing it to Fields of Fire, I assume, when you're saying some of this like it's so, not as detailed as Fields of Fire. So if Fields of Fire is twelve on the clock, this game is six on the clock, right? It's 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 doing a similar thing, but on the opposite side. It's whereas Fields of Fire is very detailed very in-depth you, you do each thing and and each thing in the game is very important whereas this game is very simplistic in each thing you do and that each simplistic thing brings a greater story for the whole mission um does that does that make sense so it's it's the flip side of the coin of fields of fire yeah, so basically, you're, it, there's not as much rules, but yeah, you still create a story, right? It's. Um, I'm just curious, like, how long does it take you to play a scenario, Jason? Uh, forty-five minutes to like an hour and a half. Oh, so yeah, so that's pretty so, quick. Yeah, pretty pretty short. Um, so the rules themselves are eleven pages. Um, there's like another eight pages of, uh, example of play. Something about this game clicked for me as soon as I got it. I played it really, really not expecting much. I didn't know who the designer was, even though I had played Space Infantry, which I liked, but didn't love. But, but this game, I didn't really get with any expectation. I thought, oh, it's a solo game. It'll be something to review for, for the podcast, yada, yada, yada. But, but playing it, it, it gives me that same investment that Ambush does of, fuck, this guy got hit. You know, this guy got taken out. What am I going to do here? My guys are pinned down. How do I bring in my other group to, you know, put, put some, some flanking fire the same way that Fields of Fire does? without that same rules overhead. So it's in no way, in in negative way, the, the same engagement from a tactical simulation as Fields of Fire. It, it doesn't give you that, but it does give you that same story of you're putting a, a platoon into combat in World War II and and, and, and driving toward this objective. And when they get pinned down, what do you do? How do you get them out? 
when you're successful, you get that same kind of rush. Um, when everybody's obliterated, which happened on my on my last uh, scenario of mission four, everyone gets wiped out. It's it's kind of crushing in in that same way. Without that that huge overhead of rules of of something like fields of fire, or that now are you are you playing the Americans? So let's address that. So the game is generic. So each mission is, so mission one is patrol, mission two is rescue team, mission three is take the hill, mission four is tank hunters. So any one of these missions, you can be either the Americans, the Germans, or the Russians. And from those, you can form your squads as you see fit and your enemy the Germans are any of the other two factions. And then as the Americans or the Russians, it's the Germans. So you pick basically. So, no, so the not, missions not the, are not the, not the quibble, but it's rifles of the Ardennes, right? So isn't it where, where are the Russians there? I am. Uh, you'll have to ask. Uh, They're there. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just, I'm just curious. Like if you play as the Russians, does your, is your setup, in the way you play different than uh, if you play as the Germans? So your capabilities are different. Your, your, um, like the, uh, the strength of your guys are, is, is a little bit tweaked. Um, let me pull that up. So like the U S the, the, the rifles are basically the same. Um, but your submachine guns are, are different. The, the U S has, Oh no, those are the same too. Never mind. Um, actually, it looks basically the same. <laughs> so as you get down, like your uh, your vehicles are slightly different. Your mortars are slightly different. Oh, but again, there's vehicles in the game. Yeah, yeah. You can have like as the U.S. You could have Stuarts and Shermans. Uh -huh. uh, yeah, you see, can have more combat commander. Even even this game has vehicles. <laughs> exactly, wow. this game's able vehicles to work vehicles in. Yeah. Um, so who, who makes the game? What, tiny, what company? Tiny Battles, which is the the like brother company to Flying Pig. So it's Mark Herman. Okay. Um, this is Gotardo Zancani. Uh, who's an Italian guy. Space Infantry was a game he did for Mark Herman's last last company. What was that called? Uh, Lock and Load. Uh, Mark so Walker, you mean? Mark Walker, not Mark Herman. Mark, yeah. So, whoo, that's a big difference. Mark Walker, yeah. Yeah, so... so One of them's a game designer. <laughs> hey, yo. So... So Space Infantry came out from Lock and Load, which is a tactical sci-fi game, which was fun, but kind of left, I, I think everybody I talked to feeling kind of flat after two or three plays. And this I could see going that same route for a lot of people. There's there's not a ton to it. Um, and I, like I said, I've played five games of it. Um, and and they, they all felt different, but at the end of the fifth game, I was kind of like, okay, I'm going to, I'm going to wrap this up. Um, but I know I could jump right back into it and, and, and play the game without, 
having to spend a, a weekend reading through the rules and kind of dissecting everything. So it's what, it's. What side did you play? I was always the U.S. Always U.S. Okay. Yeah, and and I kind of treated it like a campaign where I just kind of kept the same group of units and and moved them through it. It's a very, 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 very simple game. It's it's not chromey at all. It's it, you're you're basically putting abstract units into an abstract scenario, which is kind of my complaint a lot in tactical games, um, which doesn't make sense that I like this game as much as I do, but but it does have that downfall of each thing you're doing is basically just generic A against generic Z, and then you roll some dice, right? Which which is probably not a great thing, but it's it's engaging enough from from some weird emotional perspective of building this team and and, and pushing them through that it, that it does it for me. Um, like just even well, just plus your your investment's pretty low, right? And it's a cheap game. I think I think the list price is like twenty eight bucks. And and each game is going to take you forty five minutes to an hour and a half. So, right, it's 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 very low. But something about it for me clicked, and I, and I see the I see the faults in the game. I see that this isn't a great game necessarily, but it's a good game. Like this isn't a Butterfield game that's going to last forever, right? But it's a fun tactical game that's going to get you in. Without the rules overhead, I want to love Fields of Fire, but Fields of Fire playing for me is such a pain in the ass. And even when I'm doing things right, I feel like I'm doing them wrong. And this game doesn't have that. It's 11 pages of rules. Even if you fuck something up, it's not going to break the system. So it, it, good. it, it lets you get in. It lets you play almost immediately. Um, the components are pretty good. The The... You know the player aids, the army sheets are all on pretty decent cardstock. The 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 counters are thick and pretty nicely cut. Um, so so no complaints on that side. The art's good, uh, if if generic, which is kind of necessary. So I kind of want to see if they kind of push this to other places, which sounds interesting to me, even though I know that really. There's probably not going to be a ton of a difference if right, if they if do generic, this right if they, they do, do this in mm. in World War II or Vietnam. What really what the fuck difference does it make? Um, probably not a ton. But this would this is a game I will play again. This is a game I would pull out on a Friday night while you know we're watching some true crime docu documentary on Netflix and and I can just play it and and not really think a lot about it. So I'm going to give it. A seven, it's it's in that solid kind of C plus, uh, B minus category. Uh, beers is probably in the six to eight category, six to eight range of. Yeah, who fucking cares if you fuck it up? Right, like right. you know, uh, it doesn't really matter. But so those are, are are fairly low and fairly high numbers, but. This game engaged me in a way that I really didn't expect, so I can't I can't really recommend this game 
um, because I know a lot of people. So you you like it in spite of yourself. Exactly. (laughs) Which which happens to me a lot. Like I know the games I like aren't great, um, but but I have fun playing them. And and I think there are, you know, five of the fifteen hundred people who listen to this. Who who might join me in that? So I mean, these are games, right? So the end result right. is they're supposed to be fun to play, and so. and this does that for me, even though it doesn't give that, it doesn't give that extra bit of crunch that that sometimes I do look for, but but it gives me enough to to keep me coming back and kind of kind of kind of keep me interested without without that rules overhead. So yeah, not great, but a lot of fun. Oh, good. All right. B-Mug, what do you got? I'm sorry. My girlfriend just came over, and I'm talking to her right now. Have you explained you to her doing? that you're, you're on a world-famous podcast? Yeah, I'm, I'm, I, I've, I've really established that, that I'm on. Yeah. Do you, do you want to put her doing? on the mic, and, and we can... Yeah, does she want to huh? talk to us? Wait, you want to say something? Come over here, say something. Huh? What are you doing? <laughs> what are you doing? You gonna make a chicken? Wait, you make a chicken patty? I don't have any chicken. What are you talking about? <laughs> I don't have any chicken. Patty. <laughs> Wait, I don't have chicken patties in my fridge. Stop holding about? out. Stop holding out the chicken. Chicken patties. I don't have any chicken patties in my refrigerator. I know that. I would love a chicken Go patty. Go look. I'm I don't starving. have any chicken patties. Forget it. Are you kidding me? I don't. Yeah, no. You did kidding she, me? Did she this, is, me? this is BMO showing us what a tough guy he is. He's a tough guy. Did she? Did she? She's like, I'm the man. Shuffle. What is that? The she hippie shuffle? The munchie. She probably you, has the munchies. You know what the hippie what shuffle is. Do? It's the it's the white person. You dance. have the munchies from your movie <laughs> show. Is that what it is? Huh? Do you want one too? No, I don't want a chicken patty. No. I know. I'm fine. Is she fine. eating trail mix and I'm fine. granola? She she needs a chunk of munga. Okay, go go away. Yeah. All right. I'm about to nice. talk about my Way game. to put your foot I'm down. about to talk about my game. He's I trying to he's trying to impress me. B mode's trying to impress me, so I won't yeah. bug him anymore at the convention. Yeah. It's like, oh no, I think he has a lot of power with her, but <laughs> he's under control. <laughs> he's he's writing her a note. Hey, please don't argue with me. I'll talk to you later. I love you so much. You're my little honey bunny, I'll rip you back tomorrow night. You don't know. You don't know. Want you don't want to know what they're saying about you. It's good stuff. It's it's positive thing. She has all the power in this relationship. You're saying that this is a very yeah yeah. Make your chicken patty, good boy. Okay. So, a chicken patty sounds delicious and very gamma world. Yeah. Howard Stern doesn't have to deal with shit. He sure doesn't, does he? All right, BMO, give us your review. All right, I'm going to review War in the Pacific. Oh, my Lord. All right. You guys ready? All right. 
Is this going to be like a comprehensive review? You're going to go through every single like uh, phase? No, and, no, okay, no absolutely not. It's just kind of an overview of the thing. Yeah. Okay, so this is a very big game, right? Um, I played. Um, I mean this this is like a three hundred this is like a three hundred dollar game, right? And I'm, I, I don't, I don't even know why I'm, I'm reviewing this game because nobody's gonna buy this game. Like if I didn't know Clay Stone, I never would have seen this game. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right. So um, Clay Stone and I play. We played the Leyte Golf uh, scenario, and then we also played a lot of the campaign game together. Ah. Uh, and we got we we played it in preparation for the uh, Donkey Kong game, Donkey Kong convention that we're going to play. Um, so um, this is going to be fascinating because he's going to be one of the drunkest guys trying to view one of the most complex games. It's going to be good. Yeah, right. It's going to be great. Okay. First of all, I think like I just want to talk about the artwork of the game first. So this is the SPI version that we're viewing. I think it's just I really I really like the artwork. The map looks fantastic. The box art looks fantastic. The counter art is great, even though it's just it's just numbers on the board. But you know what? It's just like it's these spot color. I, I okay. So first of all, I come from like a graphic design area. So um, the spot colors. So, so you're gonna you're gonna admire the old style color printing that they did. I, I absolutely love it. I think it's fantastic. I really wish new games would do more of this stuff, right? Because I mean. It's minimal colors, but it just looks so sharp compared to a lot of the counter art that's produced these days. Yeah. And the maps that produce these days. Like that under an iron sky, like that that art just just doesn't really work. And so for me, the Pacific, no, it works. Yeah. Do you think new art is too busy? Like new counter think, art's too I much think, on I the think, counter? I think it's very busy. You know? I think, um, I think a lot of the the old art, you know, you have maybe two, three, four color, maybe four colors to work with, but the new counter artwork, the new counter map work, uh, they have the luxury of using uh, four color processing, which they can make. Pretty much any color with, but it doesn't look that great, right? Um, so I really like the old look, where if they have a yellow, it's just pure yellow, and it's not. Um, you're, stop. Okay. No, you're distracted. I feel like we've 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 cruised up the river and we're interviewing Colonel Kurtz right now. 
talking about the horror here. <laughs> the, horror the, new, the new artwork that I see coming out. And it's absolutely awful. Um, the artwork of the uh, box designs, the artwork of the... So you like the you like the All artwork right. of the old school SBI win? Absolutely, absolutely. You you know what pops? It pops because when they use when they use like a yellow color, it's not a combination of a, a bunch of different inks. It's that yellow color, and that's why it pops. And it's on this uncoated cardstock, and it just looks beautiful. I love it. I love it so much. Um, so that's one thing with Warm Pacific. We can go on. So, so have you Warm seen this, this? Have you seen the newer versions? You prefer the old version over the new version, obviously. I I haven't played the newer version of Decision Games that they made. Uh, I like this version, specifically for the map, specifically for the counters. Uh, yeah, so that's why we played this. We got together when Clay and I got together. We talked about what version we're gonna play, and it seemed like the SPI version, the old version, was the game to play. Based on the artwork, and also based on it seemed like the decision games. They took a lot into account, like the islands, and they got a lot more complicated with like certain islands, and they had. A whole map to themselves. We didn't want to deal with that, even though we we both love complexity, <laughs> right? Um. So, more in the Pacific. So, what we're talking about is each hex. Here we're looking at like forty to sixty nautical miles. But it changes from map to map as you move around. Uh, it could go up, it could go down. Uh, I mean, they scaled it for that. Uh, other scale stuff. Uh, looking at for the ground, see like a battalion to division ground units. Uh, the air points. If I use an air, one air point of zero, for instance, that means it's like air uh, and planes. Um, the ships, the ships are huge. And they did like ship to ship for this game. So, so basically, you're saying the the scale can telescope in in and out depending on what you're what you're doing in the game. Yes, exactly. Depending on where you are on the map, if you depending on which map you are. We either go up or down, it's dependent on how big those hexes are. Um, so, like one uh, one map might be like each hex is one, and then the hex each hex might be like two. Of what you're trying to move, for instance. Um, the ships are all for. They did like each ship has its own counter. Which is big in this game, except for like smaller ships that don't mean that much, like destroyers or whatever. Like exactly, like destroyers and stuff and shit like that. Uh, so, 
this game is played. Sequence of turn. It's big. So you do a an air phase. Then you do a naval phase. Then you do an air phase. Then you do a naval phase. Then you do an air phase. Then you do a naval phase. Then you do a ground phase. And now, that now, is who, who, who that decides? Is who decides what goes? Who, who goes in which of those phases? What decides that? One side goes, and the other guy, then the yes. other guy, then the other guy. Yeah. Okay. yeah, exactly. So that is one turn. Right. And how long in time is a turn? So each game turn is one week in the Pacific War. And you play four weeks to do one cycle, and then you move up on this giant turn track that they have. Um, wow. It's very big. I mean, just a turn takes a while, right? Because you're doing air, you're doing naval, you're doing air, you're doing naval. naval. Now, when, you do, when you're doing these things, the big thing with this game is, is you write down all your missions. So if it, it's your, it's an air phase, you have to write down and we use uh, little index cards. And you write down um, from a base, uh, okay, what air units are gonna go on this mission? And what altitude are they gonna fly? And every, you have to really get really specific about this. And you have all these cards written out for all these missions, the mission with the air phase. And then you execute them. Like in an air phase, uh, like say for instance, like the Japanese executes one mission, and then the Allies execute a mission, and it goes back and like that. Uh, but it's there's a the thing with this game is there's so much fucking detail of trying to write down what you're gonna do. I love it. At the same time, if I'm playing it face to face, it seems like it's really hard. Which now, do you have to worry about fueling ships and yes. fueling airplanes yeah. and yeah, everything everything you do takes uh, supply. Whether it's a ground unit moving in the CBI from hex to hex, or or it's uh, a plane flying, everything costs a supply. And in, in this game, you have, when you set up the scenario, you have to set up like where your supply routes are going and where uh, supply ships are running, you know, uh, like when I was setting up the game, uh, I was a Japan, Japanese, so I know a lot about Japanese. Japan is a supply, an unlimited supply source. So you take Japan as an unlimited supply source. You have to run all these merchant ships out, and you have to set those lines, and you have to set uh, what other ships are going to uh, attack those lines. A lot to the game. It's really like 
So, I so, so I you, guys, you guys made Tyler learn this whole game system, and then at yes. the last minute you changed the game on him? <laughs> we did indeed. <laughs> Messed up. Tyler was my Japanese partner in this game. Nice. We're going to play. Um, and it's the kind of game that it's really i think this game is really hard to play face to face for one the the footprint that the game has is huge right sounds like the turns would take forever yeah the footprint it has is huge we can set it up castle case playstone i can't even set up this game at my club because the maps are so huge uh, i would love it if there was a vassal module for this game because i i for me, when I play a game, I don't want the opposing side to be having a lot of sit time. I don't want them sitting there waiting for me a lot of time. Is there no vassal module for it? There is not for the SPI version. There is Decision Games version. Oh, okay. But not for the SPI <laughs> version. Um, for, for me, when I play a game, I don't want the other side to have to sit around and wait for me to do stuff. I just get very conscious of that thing. And this game, it's really bad for that, right? Uh, I mean, I could, I could, as the Japanese side, you could spend like two weeks deciding on what you want to do in supply lines and setting up for like how you want to attack for armor. Um, but uh, the, the stuff I have played, I've really enjoyed. I really like fighting uh, there's really fun things so so what's your favorite moment in the game what's the favorite thing you've done playing this game i think it's just like uh so uh launching air offensives so if you launch an air offensive um you, you first do air to air if the if the opposing cap is flying at the same altitude if they're not then it's just gonna go off and then the opposing side has their ships and they have like this ring and there's like an, there's like an inner ring there's an outer ring and there's an outermost ring and then set up your ships in this little graph and you can bring ships then you bring you to bring your planes in and these are like your dive bombers yeah. and stuff yeah and attack them and it's and you and there's charts at the charts at the charts and i mean this is old spi so there's charts at the charts at the charts but i really like that stuff um and um let's see so did you ever do something in the game the clay stone that we were like oh that was totally worth it 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 was probably like i mean air air attacking surface is really fun i think Surface to surface battles gets a little boring in this game for me, uh, but air to surface battles are really fun. So, is is it worth the the overhead of everything that comes with it to to play that, or or would it no, make more sense to play think... something like Next War where it's I don't think I don't think it is face I don't think I don't think you can play this game 
even a, even like a, a console world convention where you sit for a week and play the same game. You know, that was one of the big reasons why we yeah. pulled out of this game for Donkey Kong because it was going to be, you know, we're just the Japanese are just going to sit and they're going to just like be setting up uh, supply routes, supply routes, and they're going to just be, be setting up rear uh, attacks. And that's going to take like a day. Seriously. And that's the kind of thing that I'd be like, if I could do like a play that email thing with this game, it'd be fantastic. I would love to be able to like sit and set up that thing, set up those things, that kind of stuff. Um, but not face to face. Just for me personally, yeah. I don't, I don't, I don't want to like, take up an opponent's whole day knowing that they're just sitting there waiting for me <laughs> and i think that's a, i think that's a lot that comes with this game because there's a there's a lot of stuff to set up and uh well why, why wouldn't you guys just set up the battle and then fight the battle like why do you have to do all the other stuff Because with everything you do in this game, you have to trade supply. So if you are doing attacks on the, the CBI, every ground unit has to trade supply. So you have to you have to set up where that supply is coming from, right? Um, so I I don't think you can just like we sat around and thought about it if we could just like rush the game to a point where we could just like play it at the convention without having to like set up supplies set up supply yeah, right. lines uh, it just it just the way the game works it doesn't seem like that's possible like you you have to set up that stuff uh, it's a it's a it's a very it's a, it's it's basically running supply in the Pacific, and Ralph even called it this. It's just like oh, yeah, this is supply in the Pacific. It's it's a lot of logistics. It's so so. How much is the gameplay different from the second version? Or you don't know? I have no idea. I, I haven't played the decision games. I know I know the decision games version takes. Uh, and make some of the islands islands uh, a lot more bigger theaters of war, so you can do a lot more with them. Yeah, they have like island tactical maps. Yeah, and stuff. there's like there's like there's like specific island maps for. Uh, um, so I know that than that, but other than that, I I I don't know much about the decision games. So you love it, but you don't think you'd ever end up playing the whole thing through? I like it. <laughs> I, lo I, I, I would love... There was a vassal version of this. I would love to play it with somebody. And where we just, you know, knowing that, okay, but bro, we're going in and we're going to play this for the next couple of years. And it's going to be slow going, but play this. Because I think there's some there's some reward to it. I think. 
Mm-hmm. So well, why don't you the, just do it with the set? Why don't Why don't you just do it with the newer Vassal module? I haven't looked at new Vassal module. <laughs> okay. All right. So you spent days playing this version, but you haven't looked at the new Vassal module. Like the decision one. Haven't I mean I'm saying like the one for decision games. Why don't you use that one? I think it's too different. Okay. It's a different game. I think it's a different game. Yeah. All right. So uh, with uh, fun, what would you rank it? One through ten. For fun? I mean, once we got... I mean, Clay and I had a lot of... It's a fun game. Once you get the rules down... I think it's maybe like a, this is like great endorsement. Maybe it's like a seven or a six. I could not drink and play this game. No. <laughs> That's what it sounds yeah, like. So it's like zero, zero beers. Yeah. No, it, it really is zero beers because you really have to like figure out where you're setting up the supply lines. Does does Clay let you have and, beers when you come and, over? And this is this is coming from someone who likes complex games, so that zero yes, beers is saying I do. something. Like like when you go over yeah. to Clay's to play, is he ever like you want a beer, or is he like here's your black coffee, let's get started? <laughs> no, I don't drink beers. Right. That's right. <laughs> All right. Well, good. So so. Zero beers. So yeah, no, really. I mean, you got. I think it's zero beers. Could really like fuck up a lot of uh, potential next turns based on how you run operations on a turn. uh, Oh, good. All right. (laughs) So uh, I'm sorry that was a shitty review. No, (laughs) no. It, it's fascinating because I, I can it's hear probably accurate. I can hear that you like this game, or at least want to like this game. I really want to like the game, but it's it's right. so. I don't. I don't think it's great that face to face, right? Because for one, the real estate that this game takes is so much. We can do it. I can do it at, at Castle Claystone. I can even play this game and like. At my game club because it takes up so much so much space, right? Um, but it just takes so much time. And there's and I would, probably I another love... game that does something similar better. Exactly, and that's what I would I would love to play. Like, uh, and I haven't played it, but I would love to play Victory Game Pacific Wars to see how yeah compares to something like this. And see if the uh, the overhead is worth it. Yeah. Exactly. All right. Well, uh, the game I'm going to review is uh, from the La Bataille series. It's, uh, I, I nice. swore to myself I was going to look it up ahead of time to figure out how to pronounce this fucking battle. Uh, but I don't, I did not do it. So it's uh, La Bataille de Ligny. Ligny? Liney, L-I-G-N-Y. Not sure which pronunciation is correct. Um, Ligny. Is it Ligny? I'm not sure. I don't know. 
Yeah, so um, this is basically part of the 100 Days campaign around uh, Waterloo. It's a Labatai series from Clash of Arms games, Napoleonics, 1815. Uh, this is Napoleon's, the majority of Napoleon's army trying to fuck up Blucher's Prussian army uh, prior to fighting in Waterloo. So this battle's going on at the same time, I believe, as the Battle of Quatre Bras is going on uh, to the west. So it's pretty good. Um, I'm a big fan of Labatai system. Uh, I think this is a really good version because it's uh, got a lot of uh, interesting units involved. The French actually have the Imperial Guard in all its full force, and they can actually use it. Um, it takes on the appearance of kind of a meeting engagement where the Prussians are kind of defending from behind a creek or like a, a large creek, but their guys are kind of rushing to get into position while Napoleon is bringing on, on tons of guys at the same time. So uh, there's guaranteed to be a ton of action between the French and the Prussians. But you got to love any uh, Napoleonic battle that's going to let you use the Imperial Guard, the Guard, the Grenadiers and all that stuff. It's all there. The Grenadier Mounted Band, their, uh, the Marines of the Guard, everything's involved. So um, it's pretty fun for that because some of these games, they have that, like the Imperial Guard, like Moskawa has the Imperial Guard there, but they don't allow you to actually use them for anything. So that's not a lot of fun. So um, the rule set for me personally, I would just take the rules and throw them in the trash once you get them and then go order uh, the regs, go down regs <laughs> off, off the internet. Because it seems That's so like, fascinating to me. It, it seems like once again they fucking changed the rules. They they're constantly tinkering with the rules for the game. So I'm not interested. Uh, once I bought Dresden and I saw that they had a, once again made changes rules after Dresden, I no longer even read the rules that come with the game. So, I just immediately download wow. the stuff off so off the website. This is a big, I think, question that comes up in the game. What rule set do you play with? I play with the regs. regs. So there's gotcha. there's Marie Louise. Basically, yeah. there was a set that Clash of Arms had. And then, uh, again, it's so complicated that maybe even I can't remember it all. But then when Muscawa came out, they, came, they made the Marie Louise set, which was supposed to be a simpler version. Um, then when Dresden came out, I think they came out with another one and got rid of the Marie Louise. But there's still legacy sets for the Marie Louise regs. So when they issue new games, I believe you can still get uh, conversions that they put out. Not not Clash of Arms, but guys who are good guys. I think Terry Doherty, I don't know if he's still doing it, but a bunch of these guys will convert all the new stuff that Clash of Arms makes into stuff that works for the regs. So that's what I use. So I've got my copy of the regs, spiral bound, and then I just basically get online and download the the new stuff, the new sheets and everything I need to convert it. But it's fun, man. There's a lot of great combat. It's uh it's pretty cool. The Napoleon's there, he's active. Um so there's heavy cavalry. Basically, it's all the stuff that I get excited about with Napoleonics when I would be at my dad's farm reading his copy of Swords Around a Throne and drinking whiskey with him. Uh, <laughs> uh, you know, just like all the stuff that gets you fired up about it. Specialized units, hussars. I mean, it's all in there. Polish lancers. So uh, uh, it, it kind of really makes gives me that level of excitement that I remember. So uh, I'm really digging it. I think out of all the – 
tie games I had, this is probably the best one for me because not only is it like a meeting engagement where there's a lot of action, but also um, there's only about three core per side. So it's still a pretty reasonably sized battle. So it's not huge. I mean, it's four map sheets, which is large uh, for most games, not necessarily large for Labatai, but uh, the advantage is like the uh, most of the fighting is basically on like half the map. So, huh. but yeah, it's very cool. Yes. It's a lot of fun. So if you're looking at a big Labatai battle to get into, this one is the one to do. If you're looking at a smaller one to enter into, probably like Quattro Bra or one of those is maybe better. This one's really good. I mean, just a lot of fucking straight up fighting between the French and the Prussians. It's brutal. So, nice. so I would, I would give it, uh, I mean, basically right now, uh, my French third core is getting ready to attack the French Prussian right flank while the Prussians are trying to rush units in, but they've got special rules for like their land ver units. They aren't good at like, uh, forming into line because they're not well drilled. And if guys disorder near them, they might run away. And, uh, so basically they're going to form into like an L shape and right at the corner of the L, the French old guard is marching up in full force bands playing, uh, the Velites in front of them <laughs> skirmishing, you know, so it's fucking great shit. <laughs> Forming grand batteries, firing. It's just the best. So, uh, so yeah, I would give it, give it probably a nine. Uh, it's, I think wow. it's probably the best one to start with. Um, you can definitely do it. You can, even as a big, beginner to the series not a beginning war gamer necessarily i think you could get it and play it and uh you just got to wade through all the fucking complications because again to make it even more martial enterprises makes labatai games with a whole difference right rules so yeah. unless they change that too so who just knows check the rules and download that's basically it Download the I keep them in case I would ever sell the game, you know. But uh, I never, I haven't even cracked open the rules that come with the game. So nice. That's it. And beers. I do. I do it on like three, four beers. It's good. The problem is tweezering, right? You got to. <laughs> but there's all sorts of rules for guys getting tired. Exhaust cap gets exhausted when they charge. You got to track their exhaustion. There's ammunition wagons for artillery. Uh, there's just uh, a lot of fortified buildings within the cities that your guys are going to have to fight. You have pioneers who have axes that can smash down the doors to those buildings and give you guys bonuses. Nice. It's just a lot of fun stuff going on. Like a pioneer with an axe. Yeah, and, and plus you got Napoleon there, so you've got all these uh, young dashing aides that he has. So you can just send them off to go fucking lead units on assaults. Be like, well, I hope that kid survives. You know, good luck, buddy. Good luck. Godspeed. <laughs> yeah, that's right. You, good luck. You use that four infantry modifier. Woohoo! <laughs> Don't die. But yeah, it's fun. It's a lot of it. It's a real blast. So, so that's it. That's uh, very nice. That's that. That's that one. You guys have anything else you want to talk about? I was going to rant about the Ready Player One movie, but I don't have that in me anymore. Yeah, we can talk about that next time. It's, I it's have you, some, really? I, it's, I have my opinions about that movie, too. It's really not but, good. But if you read the book, you're probably even angrier. I, I, I only got like 30 minutes in that movie. And I love the book. So, yeah, that, that movie was not made for me, which which I understand. Have you, have you guys watched Black Panther? I have. Yeah. I've I've watched the beginning of it so far. I'm not like maybe it gets better. Everyone loved it. I I wasn't that great. I wasn't that into it. It's yeah, it's good, but it's not 
Dude, it, it's gotten really high reviews. Yeah. Like people are like, oh, it's the yeah. best. But I'm only halfway through, so like, maybe it's going to get better. I don't know. Yeah. We'll see. We'll, we'll do movies. We'll do movies next episode. <laughs> Sounds good. Because I saw Ready Player One too, so I'm eager to talk about it. Yeah. Did you, I, did you read the book, Jason? Or no? I, I I read the I read read the physical book twice, and I listened to it twice. Oh, you must be really upset. I am really upset because Pete was Pete was asking me about the movie. He's like, "Well, what about this part?" I'm like, "Yeah, that part's not that's in the movie. not in there. Know what you're talking about?" And I and it's only... great because my my wife also read it. And she's listened to it, and she's currently listening to it. And we watched it tonight, and she, we were both like, "Why? Why did they change that? Why are they?" So uh, it wasn't made bad. for us, which I understand. That's that's fine, but that book is good. Like it does stuff that's, I I get people have problems with the book. Like it's very, you know. 35 to 45 year old white male basically is is who that book was written for but also like yeah can we can we enjoy our childhood and nope, and your childhood your childhood we were racing it no more your childhood never no happened, more we, we don't get it anymore With the, all those pictures at your yeah, high school burn it. of all those guys yep. it's all getting taken down I just, I never happens yeah so no, which let's yeah. let's do it next episode because it's good. I have some comments about it too. Yeah. I'd like to share. Okay. Right. Yeah. Okay. I'll I'll Justin? save my rant when I'm when I'm a little yeah. bit more sober. That's it. Justin, <laughs> how about you? You got anything else you want to talk about? Please say no. Please say no. Please say no. Well, you know now you mention it. <laughs> nice. <laughs> No. And that's what we all paid for. That that giggle yeah. is what we all paid for. Yeah, it's two fifty three yeah. for Justin. Yeah. I know. It's like God three, bless. It's three in the morning for me. I know. And I have a mad girlfriend. I'm like, mm, good luck. All right, boys. Well, I'm I'm gonna go on my vacation to Missouri. I'll come good back luck. and report of all the goings on and all the excitement. Nice. And and Justin, <laughs> you're traveling to Europe. Yeah. To watch some World Cup. Yeah, I'm gonna go. Watch it with you. Cord, what I see. Nice. Go drink good beer. All right, boys. Well, yeah. uh, enjoy your Father's Day tomorrow. Indeed. Good night. All of us, right? Yeah, Justin, yeah. waste some waste some babies, waste some potential babies tomorrow. <laughs> yeah, I did. I Go did flush that. them down the toilet. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, boys. Take it easy. Good night. Visit us at http colon slash slash boardgamegeek.com slash build slash one six six zero or contact us at advance after combat at gmail.com. Listen.